This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. In 1924, amidst a boll weevil infestation that threatened Louisiana's cotton crop, area agricultural scientist Colette Woolman and B.R. Code approached the Huffdaland Aero Corp. with a novel solution, dumping insecticide from high altitude via the still-young technology of aviation. And so was born Huff Dalen Dusters, which would gradually morph from a local crop dusting operation into the world's second largest commercial airline. In 1929, Huff Dalen Dusters renamed itself after a region in nearby northwest Mississippi to account for its new focus on passenger service. After reconfiguring its operations to build military planes during World War II, the company expanded nationwide in the 50s, launching a spiderweb of routes across the country along with other legacy carriers. And it was in this era that the competing airlines launched a war on the front of customer comfort, leading to cushier seats, more accommodating interpersonal service from flight attendants, and the proliferation of the airport lounge, where food, drinks, and relaxation were provided to airlines' most elite clientele. Following American Airlines' lead with its Admirals Club, in 1958 the company launched their own version dubbed the Crown Room. Given the thin margins of airline corporations, the industry collectively settled on a model of improving service for more profitable first-class and business travelers, while degrading service for budget-conscious coach passengers as far as would be tolerated. And the Airline Deregulation Act of 1978 only ratcheted up the stratification, leading to airport lounges becoming ever more luxurious and exclusionary. After the 9-11 attacks led to a series of increasingly onerous and invasive security procedures, making air travel more time-consuming and unpleasant, the demand for the on-the-ground oasis of the airport lounge has grown. And with the economy becoming increasingly divided between the haves and the have-nots, the exclusivity of the airport lounge has become part of its appeal a way for the power traveler to avoid having to fight over a seat in the terminal with the masses. In 2009, the regal branding of the Crown Room seeming stuffy and antiquated, the airline redubbed them with a simpler, more contemporary name, and has continued to increase the number of its lounges while upgrading its existing ones. Today, the formerly Huffdale Dusters boast 50 lounge locations at airports across the globe. For years, its famous slogan encouraged prospective passengers to come fly the friendly skies. But how is their service on land? This week on Doughboys, the Delta Sky Club. Uh, guys, welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. You said a very ASMR episode. It absolutely, I mean, because we're, here's, yeah. we'll, we'll give some context for what's I going on in a be, second here. Talking. You can absolutely be talking. Uh, I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Big Trouble and Little Caesars, the spoon man, Mike Mitchell. You know, I like that one. That was a good one. The very creative, courtesy of at Zane Hopkins 23 on Instagram. If you have a roast you'd like me to use on Mitch at the top of the show, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Mitch, happy 2019. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, Nick. You, uh... You're dressed insane right now. 
I mean, we should say that this is, this is a time capsule, right? This is, yeah. We're not really in 2019. We're not really in 2019. Are there any predictions you'd like to make? You made the prediction that Hillary Clinton won the election. Yeah. Which I, bummed everyone out when, right. uh, when the episode played. Way too confident. Um, way yeah. too confident about that. Um, so any 2019 predictions so far? Yeah. My 2019 prediction is that Hillary Clinton will be president. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to swear in with the new Congress. You actually yourself look like like the creepiest politician you're 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 in a, a suit and tie yeah you're and you're you're clo- closely talking to the microphone right you you look like a full-on creep uh <laughs> like ted cruz level <laughs> oh boy that's not what i'm going for i don't look like ted cruz that's, that's the vibe that you're giving off oh, and i feel like i look like a very presentable no, businessman nice. thank, thank you thank you why are you guys whispering because we're scared. It's it's weird. Uh, let, let's introduce our guest, uh, an author, actor, and comedian from the Venture Brothers podcast, John uh, Judge John Hodgman, not John Judge Hodgman. That would be a whole it's different a thing. It's a very difficult name to pronounce. Judge John Hodgman. It's a great it's a great no, podcast it's name. Uh, and his book, Vacation Land: True Stories from Painful Beaches, is available wherever books are sold. John Hodgman is back. John, thank Hello. you for your time for thank us. Thank you. Look, I know it's too early for me to come in. Not at all. There should be at least thirty-five minutes of you guys. Oh, you before. know what? We, oh, we God, skipped no. something. Here's what. Here's oh, yeah. the thing: because we don't have headphones, so we can't hear it. But Mitch, of course, you have to, you have to give your drop. Yeah. Howdy ho <laughs> to Spoon Nation. <laughs> and here is a little drop that none of us will hear. So hopefully, it's good. But if you said it, then somebody could take when Nick said it and sync it up together. Here's a treat that'll put you on cloud nine at Dairy Queen. Flamethrower sauce, melted pepper jack cheese, jalapeno bacon, and lettuce tomato, and a bun. Fuck! Why did you say that all? Yeah. Who told you to do that? What do you think? There's like a crowd outside your house, man? Hi, guys. Mitch here. That drop was courtesy of Moses Goldfarb. Hi, Mr. Spoon. Here's a short drop as requested by Paul Rust on the Dairy Queen episode. Hope you enjoy. Fuck Weiger. Hey, I like the cut of your jib there, uh, Moses. Uh, at grilled underscore onions on Instagram. Thanks, buddy. And now back to the episode. Beep. There it was. <laughs> that wow. was it. Oh, that was crazy. I can't believe you played that in the Delta Sky Club. <laughs> yeah, you said no one was going to hear it, and then it played over the PA. <laughs> I know, it's really weird. Everyone's they, heads turned. They interrupted the jazzy music. Yeah, some guy was like, what's <laughs> hot salad? <laughs> we had to explain it to him. <laughs> and you just still didn't like yeah, it. Let me, let me bring everyone up to speed. We're in the Delta Sky Club at LAX. Yes, uh, we're, uh, we had to we had to immediately stop and explain what the drop meant to every person here in the club. Right, every single yeah. person here. Which, by the Very way, awkward. A pretty crowded Delta Sky Club here today. Yeah. It's, it's a Tuesday night. I would, mm-hmm. you're, uh, John, you're about to hop on the Red Hour across the country. The red Hour. <laughs> red Hour. Red Eye. Boy. Hey, they, did, they produced Birthday Boys, the TV show. So <laughs> I'm not talking it. about Ben Stiller's production company, guys. <laughs> Calm down, Deadline. Uh, you're, you're, you're about to hop on the Red Eye across the country. Yeah, I'm going home. Um, and so we decided to meet you here. We're at the Delta Sky Club. I could not be happier. And um, we're recording a podcast just kind of tucked away in a corner. Uh, and uh, we so decided we're we kind decided of speaking in a different volume. Than Nick, Emma, and I decided we're going to fly to LAX 
and not get on a flight. We're going to just come here for the the fun of the podcast. We just came to the airport for the for the thrill of it. Which, I, I could not be more pleased. And I got to say, it does take pressure. I mean, obviously, there's no flight for us to catch, but it, does, right. it takes a lot of pressure off that drive, which is a terrible, always yeah. a terrible drive. But uh, Nick, how, how was getting through security? You're on some sort of list, I'm sure. No, I'm got TSA pre-check. There's no list that I'm on. They've pre-checked. They know what you're up They've to. Pre- <laughs> and they approve of it. They whisked me through. I did have to take my shoes off because apparently these, these leather shoes I'm wearing, these dress shoes, have some sort of uh, metal element I wasn't aware of. Hmm. And there is a fuse coming out of each one <laughs> oh, of them. Right. Easy with that talk. <laughs> when, when Mitch was referring to Nick's outfit, I also was taken aback by it because I was walking through... The regular yes uh, uh, walkway yeah down 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 below the sky club mm. where garbage people live <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear John John I turn around and I see I see Nick Weiger but yes you're wearing a very nice blue suit uh, a red tie yes a, 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 a bit of a Madras check shirt right a little purple color lavender color there purple yeah, but- purple socks Donny Osmond over here and also <laughs> some brogued uh, uh, pa- uh, uh, leather dress shoes. Is you that look- the term? Broke. Nice. Broke. Yeah. Okay. If, if I had to make a guess, this is the outfit you'll wear to my funeral <laughs> and his own. And my own. <laughs> I'm getting buried in this. But as soon as you, tr- at first I didn't see you, I'm like, oh, that guy's going to sell me a timeshare. That <laughs> <laughs> it was just approaching you uh, randomly <laughs> in, well, in the airport terminal. All the time here at the airport. Yeah, you just get sold timeshares. Someone was- recognizes you and thinks they have a, a fish to reel in. Have, uh, oh man, <laughs> I'll tell you at this point, so few people recognize me that if someone wants to sell me a timeshare, I'm like, let me sit down with you. <laughs> You know, Where like, do you say Croatia? I'm interested. <laughs> you know, as you went, you went bearded. I think you're so known as like a clean shaven guy, and now you get that beard, you kind of look a little more incognito. Uh, yeah. Um, I I guess I just wanted to test whether the world would still love me if I looked even worse. <laughs> oh come and on! Message received. World, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you look. You wear that beard well, as does my co-host. Uh, Mike mine's Mitchell. a little unruly right now. I understand that, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna trim it up in the next week or so. You could use a trim. Wait now, wait now, wait a minute. I don't like when you say it. <laughs> before, before, uh, everyone who's listening is like, "What is going on?" Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone's mumbling. There, there's a weird jazz combo in the background. Yeah. Emma, can you hear? Can you hear us? Can you hear the jazz as well? I can hear you guys. I can't really hear the jazz. Although, oh, hang on. You know. You got to scoop up. Probably pick it up a little bit for sure. Scoop up. That would be a true. Sky Lounge power move. Nick's if you start on the table after and the... scatting people. <laughs> the volume level is like you. on a three of ten. Do you think Double Reed had anything to do with this music that's oh, playing right, right now? Yeah, I know, right? I don't hear any oboe on this. Yeah, well, first <laughs> there's of all, very was, little jazz oboe. First of all, it was bassoon. So. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Can you Big guys oboe. see the weird Big looks oboe. you're getting from the people who are uh, walking around? Have are we really in strange looks? Just everyone just kind of staring. I, you I know, mean, I feel like I was going to. I think I think we were getting um, Nick and I were getting a few of those before the podcast even started. Right. To be fair. So, well, uh, we're, so we're, we're, it's a little subdued. Yeah. Right. And here's the, like I'm, but high energy. I'm <laughs> really I'm really grateful you guys are here because this is the Sky Club is a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a big part of my identity as a as a diamond medallion member for this particular airline, diamond. which shall not be mentioned. Or <laughs> sure. I know, right. <laughs> They, ru- they ruined a diamond to make it a medallion for me. Wow. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I believe you, know, you went to great lengths to be here. We're, we're, we have a view of and, But what's really weird about view. it, like, so I, I was just saying before we started recording, like, 
I feel like I know you guys really well because I listen to you every week. A frequent caller to our audio feedback as well. Yeah, but that is also emails. a one-way communication, <laughs> which I take advantage guys. of. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's been just a little bit more than a year since I sat down and ate Arby's is with it, you. Has it been really? that long? Yeah, I looked it up. Where does the no- time go? November twentieth of last year. I think wow. when I recorded it. I feel like I. That's crazy to me. So as a as a fan, first of all, I'm like here here are my here are my friends, but we, you guys haven't. I've been hearing you. You guys haven't heard me for a while. That's not true. Well, it's almost like a walkie-talkie. I mean, like, or not a walkie. You know what I'm saying? When his voice, his call-ins, it's just a little delayed interaction between us because then right. we respond to you, sending you a message. Yeah, yeah it's a great a little, little check-in. Here's, yeah. here's the deal, everybody who's listening. We're all nervous. We're all off our game because we're afraid we're going to get kicked no. out of the skyline. I feel like I'm doing better than I usually do. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this episode's like an eleven out Whisper of ten cast. by our standards. <laughs> But like I don't think like so as a fan though I'm listening to this and I'm like, all right, uh-huh. did you even credit the guy who who roasted Mitch? Oh, I oh. did. I did actually roast. Oh, you it. did. I, did I just couldn't hear him. At Stephen Hopkins twenty three on Instagram. Okay, good job, that Amazing. person. Dane, I hope you're. I hope you're satisfied with that. Check I got his Insta. Can we, can we can we can we just talk about what we're can the can we talk yeah, about the painter word picture? There is you got you got baggage carts going all over the place. There's planes coming in and out. It's the Train. It's the it, there's planes. You trains or planes. There's planes <laughs> and automobiles and <laughs> and automobiles. We're missing. We're missing the train part oh of it all. Oh my god! I'd be in heaven if a train came through here. Okay. What? <laughs> what? What weird element of your personality am I learning now? I'm a train enthusiast. Did you not know this about him? You're a train spotter. Yeah, I like. To, well, not a train spotter. A train. Uh, rider. rider, yeah, really, yeah. I like, are, you I like, like, are you like Diamond Medallion on Amtrak? Oh boy, I wish. He's, no, I, I don't. I don't. Cry, I don't traverse the country, but I use the uh, the the light rail that's now in in L A. The L A. Metro's got. What you call it, nice. Nick? What do you call it? You call it the choo choo. The choo choo. I like to hop on the choo choo. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have an old timey train horn. I wish Never it did. Mind. Hang on, let me wave someone over. Can we get them out? Hi, Diamond Medallion here. Put these two on a choo choo. <laughs> There is there is no train that comes into LAX, Nick. So you had to you had to do the ride in yourself. Not yet. 2019, 2020, and sure that that connection that connection should be happening. Yeah, really. Yeah, the, a lot of big the, changes. Sil- the Silver Line should be coming. Wow. The, from Crenshaw. Yeah, that's very exciting. And, very this, exciting. and you have to understand that this this Delta Sky Club. I'll say the name of the air, airline now. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair. I think we've said it a couple times. This this Sky Club is a, a, a inter uh, intermediary Sky Club. Interesting, because it's wow. a stopgap, right? Um, several years ago, two years ago, they clo- they they started moving all of Delta over from one terminal to this one. Yes, while they build up a brand new terminal. Right. Okay. So the one over the the one that it, it was insane because I I was flying back and forth a lot for a TV show, mm-hmm. and that's how I accidentally got into this dumb video game of Delta Miles. Right. Because I was just racking them up and I was yeah. I was jumping in status and getting free membership to this club. Yeah, this frequent transatlantic flights. Uh, that'll right. do it for well, transcontinental. Not transatlantic. Tran- not Thank transatlantic, no. yes. I'm not, not, uh, not uh, Rob not, Delaney. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a BBC show, Nick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not th- I'm not Doctor Who. <laughs> so I, I watched as... as over two or three years, step by step, they built this incredible uh, pleasure dome 
of of delights right. over at the other terminal. I can't remember what terminal it was, but it was probably three times this size. Wow. The buffet was, I mean, a mile long. Mm-hmm. They had a full bar with a person behind it and many, many nooks and crannies and easily sanitizable armchairs. Right. Um, and it was, it was a very big deal. And, it, and they finally finished it. And I feel it's like it was finished for six months when they shut it down and moved everything over here. Wow. Just, all that money just was wasted. Wow. And they're not going to they're not going to reopen it at some point. We should go break into it. No, they're because they're building a whole new I I don't know the the uh geography of this airport well enough to know right. which terminal it is, but I was just I was just chatting with the lady uh at the uh uh, Delta One check-in area. Yeah, because was, as a diamond medallion, they are they have to talk to me. God, man, you're living a <laughs> high life. And I'm like, what's happening with? Is this going to be it forever? She's like, no. In two or three years, we're opening a whole new thing with a whole new Sky Club. Seems, so, boy, what a future! Hillary Clinton in the White House. I know. You can right? ride the ride the light rail straight to LAX and get right into that brand yeah, new exactly. Sky Club, the right. Delta Pleasure Dome. <laughs> so we're we're in the midst of history. It's right very now. exciting. And I would I'm going to so, say right now, history's garbage. Compared <laughs> so to what so I we're saying know. we're so we're saying that this is bad. This is a bad experience comparatively. I think I think even yeah I think everyone here would agree uh, that mm. this is um, we're getting there. This is kind of just now, a long corridor full of. <laughs> Full of complimentary uh, uh, Kahlua right. and, uh, and cheese squares. I got a question for you. Please. Will the new Delta Sky Club have podcast studios for us to record in? <laughs> I can't. Honestly, I can't believe that we're doing this. Not only that you would come here, but you know me. I don't break the rules. Right. I'm a nervous only child. Oh, me too. I'm very scared. That and when you suge- you suggested this. Was this something we had joked about doing at one point? I think we talked about we we you, we'd previously talked about you coming you reviewing the Delta Sky Club. In fact, I think oh, on yeah, the Arby's yeah. episode we discussed that. That's right. And um and then we were emailing about you possibly making a return appearance, which right. thankfully we were able to make happen. And then we just landed on let's let's do this. I, yeah, right. I may I may have suggested let's just record it here. I think I was suggested reviewing the Delta Sky Club. Emma's switching microphones with Mitch. We'll see what happens. If he sounds a little different. That's this, why. One, this one's turned off. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the other. That's the other weird thing about this edition is that one of the you, you may not realize this, but one of the signatures of, to a listener of this podcast is Nick's maniacal laughter that is completely unrestrained and very loud. And right. now you have to you have to bring it down to a low chuckle. I have you, to tone it down a little bit. It's been it's unnatural. So far. There's one person who's who has been staring at us, but so far, not too bad. You know what's funny is that are they are they are they uh, official? Like a, yeah, are they official? Or are they someone? No, who no, works no, here? no, no, not official. Oh, they're just a civilian. Like fuck them. Like a Delta Marshal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you bring up the fact that you you're a nervous only child. Mm-hmm. Nick and I are maybe two of the most frightened men in show business. Right. Uh, Nick is Nick. I think you could probably are self described coward. Yeah, I'm a coward. Yeah, and me, I'm. I like to pretend I'm not a coward, but I'm maybe even more scared than you are. I will say I'm a coward, but like, pr- like pressure focuses me. So I think if like if I was in a movie, I'd be like the ca- like if I was like in in Robin Hood's Merry Men, I'd be like trembling the whole movie and like hiding, you know, behind a tree stump. Right. But then there would be one. I'd have one moment where I'd like shoot a perfect arrow and like hit like Sheriff Nottingham to just save Robin Hood. 
Like I'd have like that one moment yeah, of so redemption. So you'd be like the hero? I wouldn't be the hero. Yeah, I wouldn't be the hero hero, but I'd be like a like you'd I'd be have like, like the oh, sniper. Have, yeah, I'd have a little bit the of shaky redemption. sniper. I'd be the shaky sniper. But then also you were very, this was very confusing because you said if you were in Robin Hood the movie. Yeah. Why not just be in old time Robin the why not be in the tale of Robin well, Hood? Well, that's a legend. <clears throat> I mean, I'm saying your whole thing is that you're in Robin Hood. Yeah, we the don't movie. know that we don't know that Robin Hood really existed, but we know that movie exists. We know that movie exists. Okay, we know they're going to remake it again and again, and we know it, at some point they may be casting a cowardly merry man. And I'll be right there, <laughs> Southern Californian. <laughs> yeah, Matt. I haven't seen that new Robin Hood. Have you? I heard it was execrable. Uh, at mm. least historically inaccurate, right? Uh, I, I mean, I just, I just heard it was just bad, like not entertaining. I see. I don't, I don't know anything about the history. You know what it lacks was a shaky sniper. Yeah, could have used one of those. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was in it. I mean, my, my scenes got deleted. Hopefully, I, they'll be on the blue. You were in it. Yeah, I was in it. Because I thought you, like, I, I mean, I thought you guys were like, yeah, let's do this. And right. I was like, well, I don't want to do this, but okay, I guess we have to do it because it's a funny idea. <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's totally do it. And you're like, yeah, well, okay, we all, well, we're gonna, and we bluffed our way into it, and now we are totally scared out of our minds. Right. That what's going to happen? A Delta Marshal's going to come over and say, please leave. Yeah, or just like, hey guys, put the, can you guys put the microphones away and just like talk like like you can talk at the same volume but just like be people don't record this i think, I think, they, I think they may tell us just never talk here again yeah. <laughs> they're they not can't. they don't even they can't do that i'm diamond medallion <laughs> it's not because we're recording they just know we're the hosts of doughboys <laughs> can you guys just stop doing this you're on a watch list yeah you're on a podcast watch yeah. list now nick you first of all how was your experience getting through we we did do tsa pre we were tsa pre-check um which i'm curious is did did emma because sometimes if you're part of a party we all arrive separately yeah did, i got did, che- i got pre-check you got pre-check too. i thought i didn't Ooh. i tried to get in the other line and she was like no you're pre-check go that way this is an amazing loophole wow. in the pre-check thing where if yeah. you have a party of people with pre-check <clears throat> and there's one straggler who doesn't have it they'll just give them pre-check yeah, anyway just, got it. just it assume awesome. they're it's like it's I, it feels kind, like kind a of problem. a bad loophole. It if feels you ask like a me. flaw. Yeah. They didn't yeah. even question the huge bag full of wires that I had. Right. With me. Right. When not I'm tra- when I'm traveling with my family, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, my kids have not gone through an interview process. Yeah. But they get pre-check, and they're That's terrible. Huge. They should not. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather them go through the security line? <laughs> well, they need to learn. They need to suffer a little, right? <laughs> yeah. I um, walked right through, Nick. There was no one. There's I, no one here. Yeah, in fact, the longest wait I had was that the guy, my wallet and my phone and my keys were in one of those little dog. They, they basically have dog dishes now yeah. for your smaller things. Right. And uh, what, the, if, what if you took one of those things going through security and you just took out a bag of dog chow and just <laughs> emptied it? Just poured it in. <laughs> poured it in there. Please do that and let me know how that goes. I have. Sorry, I thought this is what this is for. <laughs> I had cat. I had cat food in my car. I would, it would have been the perfect time to do this. <laughs> I can't. I honestly can't see another can moment. Say, I had cat food in my in my backpack. <laughs> I had some meow mix right there. Should have done it. I can't think of another moment when this that will be possible for me to do. And, and besides today, I'm not going right. to come back for fun. Yeah, you'll never the, have cat you know, food in here's your car the, again. It's one, it's one thing to record a podcast <laughs> right. in, in a Sky Club. It's another thing to prank the TSA. Yeah. That's not something you really want. Well, the, yeah. t- this is my issue. <clears throat> my phone and keys are there. The guy didn't even know it was anything was on the on the conveyor belt. I was just standing there for five minutes like a fool. You didn't bring any had any luggage. I didn't have any luggage or anything. Yeah, just Nick, wild. Now, which brings me to my next point. Yes, Nick did bring a carry on bag. Sure, I did. Well, I had to get my laptop on, and I was like, I can stick this in my backpack, or you know what? I'm just going to put it in my my roll my roll bag. Which, by the way, looks new. It's this has been used. 
This is this hmm. is look. It has a stain right here. You can tell yeah, it's been used. Yeah, that does not look new. It's a right. little worn. How long did it take you to spill something on that? <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> I opened the I opened the box from Amazon <laughs> and just dumped a bunch of chocolate milk right on it. Hang on, before I open this box, let me get my Dr Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, no, I was like, I, you know, we we're, we we're going to do this exercise. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not actually traveling, but I want to feel like I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to get a roller yeah. bag. I'm going to, because I'm going to have that be part of the experience. And I also decided to, you know, I'll just give myself a little backstory. Uh, and um, Did you also ugh, feel like you were breaking so the law for some reason? I did a little bit. So yeah, I was no, like, I felt like I was going to get caught and I wasn't even doing anything. It's totally, mm-hmm. what we're doing is totally on the up and up. We bought refundable tickets. I actually told Delta basically... What that we were just going to plan to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean you told them? I, I DM Delta. I had a DM conversation. I slid he into slid Delta's into DMs. DMs. What? He slid, slid into Delta's DMs. Hang on a second. The only DMs he's Can ever I just slid say into. How now? Hmm? This is happening now. Yes, and I'm very happy it is. It's it's a blast. But how this is not SpawnCon for Delta? That's crazy that we're not getting a lot of money right we now. We should from publish Delta. the text chain that happened while we were figuring this out. <laughs> if we, this, I'm mad now. Let's stop. Let's not say that word again. Okay, we won't say the name of the airline. <laughs> Which, anymore. by the way, we spent like two thousand dollars on tickets. It's we're getting well, refundable. They're refundable. They're refundable. That's why they're so they, there's a premium. Okay. Yeah, All yeah. Right. We're gonna get that money back. Or we're not, I don't know. You already tipped your hand to the Delta Twitter account. Uh, Sorry, the um, airline Twitter account. <laughs> well, now they know. Now they're, lo- they're looking through that. their records. Yeah, we'll I, think we'll be, I think we'll be fine. I think we're going to be fine. I think we'll so pro- what happened when you wrote them? I just wrote them. And I was like, hey, we want to just go through. Can we just go through, check in, go to this? Like, I didn't mention going to the Sky Club. But I was like, can we check in right, with refundable tickets? That would be too far. And then, um, <laughs> But even after we check in, if we don't board, can we still get a refund? And they're like, that's a great question. I mean, I guess so. Like, they're basically, I guess they hadn't encountered that before. But yeah, you can check in and not board and still get your refund. Well, yeah, but of course, because if you're getting a refundable ticket, you're not going to try to get the money back after you board the plane and take the trip. Right. It's only if you have an an emergency. That's why you... I guess and, and so. And can't take the trip. It just must be pretty rare with a situation where someone checks in, like they get to the airport, and then the decision oh, is made. Oh, I see like, what you I'm mean. going to like, leave now. Once yeah. you check in, right. your refundability is... Out the window. Yeah, but that's right. not the case. You can still get a full refund, and hopefully we're going wow. to. We, 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 were, we were today. checked in when I when I printed out my boarding pass. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, a bunch of Patreon money is getting flushed down the toilet. Uh, why um, didn't it, you buy just, like, El Cheapo tickets? That's, like that, was my, that was my ticket. idea. We, we thought about fr- that. Flush the money down the toilet. We thought about that. But the thing is, I I think based on the refund fees, it's still cheaper for to do what we did. Buy a ticket to Boston that's right, refundable. never mind. I think it's still cheaper I, to I, do I, oh, I don't you even know why that. I asked. I'm sure that you have a spreadsheet where you <laughs> compared every possible... The pros and cons. Every, every, every possible timeline. It's spreadsheets right up here in the old noodle. I'm sure you thinking it over was like uh, Doctor Strange looking into the future <laughs> and Avengers. Just have 14,800 possible outcomes. Chose the one where we get the biggest refund. I have an idea. I think that so we it's a there's a layover. It's a flight to Boston. Yes, Nick. I think I should fly back to Boston for good, and, and you should, and you should fly to New York and start a new life in New York City. Without my wife, I mean, she'd be happy, but yeah, where she'd would be very happy. <laughs> and I also don't have any of my stuff. My PlayStation Four is at home. Didn't you say you're, you have your laptop in the carry-on? I got my laptop. You and got that's a suit. It. I you got a suit. Your, you didn't bring your PlayStation Four in your carry-on? No, I should have. <laughs> I should have packed it just in case. <laughs> so I, I said to you, yeah, like I was so impressed because you look very dapper. I have to say, oh, God bless you. What a it, nice thing to say. You're dressed up. Nice. Yes, yeah, you look good. You look good. 
But I was like, you are well overdressed for Sky Club. Yeah, I thought I'd be like about the median no way, man. dress level. You, mm. you, you, you truly do look like a, a junior member of the House of Representatives. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the Cretans who come in here. Right. Are, you know, like the, the business class travelers. Yeah. They're, they're, they all dress like garbage. They're oh, all elastic waistband. Oh, man. Business guys. Right. Yeah. Nick, you kind of look like Tom Hanks on the end of Big when he's shrunk back down <laughs> and he's wearing a suit. Except oh, you also do look old at the same time. Now, to, that's only because Nick is hunched over because he's terrified of revealing to the world that he has a microphone. <laughs> If you were if you were sitting up prop, that's that's a well tailored suit. It looks it's, good. It, it looks, fits me decently well. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks jacket's good maybe on a neck. size too big, but I've lost a little bit of weight. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Asshole. Never mind. No. I'm not trying to bra- okay, I know it's I fine. To yeah. about this. No, no, no. It just comes My to you waist. naturally. <laughs> you weren't trying at all. I got it a few years ago. It wasn't conscious. Where'd you get? Where'd you get it? This is a J Crew. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like it. Classic yeah. American suit. You look yeah. like a. Like, uh, you should uh, throw a barn jacket on that, and I, I'm not going to follow through with what I was going to say. <laughs> Very collegiate was what I was going to say. Oh, okay. You yeah. Do, you, yeah. You look like a maybe, member maybe, of the Young Republicans Club. Yeah, maybe you got a little uh, a little packet of Rohypnol somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like that my default look, look like I look like someone with an R next to their name. I don't, I, I feel like I like, I wish I looked a little bit more like my politics, but I just, I accept that I, I look just so milk toasted. Yeah, but you should, white bread. you should lean into it. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying infiltrate. <laughs> <laughs> the young Republicans are like, this guy's too lame. <laughs> get this fucking dork out of here. Yeah. Nick, I also got to say, I got to point out that Nick did this very nice thing. He bought all. He bought three middle seats uh, on the plane. Oh wow! Um, yeah, which, it was which a little, is a nice, little gift to those, nice those passengers. Gift. I knew mm-hmm. those seats were going to be vacant, so I was like, "Well, well me and Mitch and Emma, who's here, uh, uh, I figure we get them these. It's uh, a little holiday miracle. It is yeah. a holiday miracle. You're like a, a, like a silent benefactor. Yeah, I to hopefully. all those people on those three rows of that plane who are not going to have anyone in the middle. Right. I hope which that works huge. out. That's that's huge. Or we're just separating some married couples. <laughs> right. Then they can move next to each other. I'm, that's true. I, I'm sorry, my child. You must sit way back by the... You're not allowed to sit next to me <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Nick Weiger needs to sit here, apparently. Like, Mommy, why? Why do I have to sit in the bathroom? <laughs> Mr. Weiger is... Uh, we're waiting for Mr. Weiger. He'll be here any moment. If there's one thing airlines need to stop doing is making children sit on the toilets <laughs> throughout the entire flight. Uh, Nick... Maybe yeah. a, maybe a married couple will move closer together, and maybe hey, maybe someone's going to be joining the Mile High Club up there because Mile of you. Club. Mm, boy, I'm not comfortable with that. Do you, you don't want that? To, you're not comfortable with no, it. You're, not, like you're not comfortable with the idea. Of a that? married couple having Congress <laughs> in the air, pl- not on the plane. Why? It's their life. I just Come on, think I'm a long married person. We have to keep it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the secret? Uh, there are a lot of secrets. Is I gotta, I gotta learn some of this. Are you a member of the Mile High Club? You haven't been on any Abs- plane in your life. Are you- <laughs> I'm barely a member of the Ground Zero, the ground zero Club. The ground Zero Club. Sea Level Club. Ground Zero Club? Like you go to the 9-11 site? Weirdly, I am. I, weirdly, I am a member of the Ground Zero Club. Oh boy, Mitch. That was in poor taste. 
But that does that that is a thing though. I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure. sure it is. Yeah. Oh, the Ground Zero Club. <laughs> yeah. I've never been there. I've never been there either. I've been to the memorial. I took a look. You never travel, of course. You've been there. I have been. (laughs) That was the the one. The reason I made. How are you shaming him for visiting the nine eleven memorial? That's a good point. He should. (laughs) That is very nice of him to go. I was in New York for the Del Close Marathon, and so I decided, like, oh, I'll take a little trip down there and take a look. And the thing that I that it was, and this is, I guess, just the thing that happened. You do anything to escape the Del Close Marathon? Exactly. Any any excuse? (laughs) I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna go visit the site of the worst tragedy in the nation's history. Yes, and I'll be leaving now. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um so uh so I watched like a seven thirty AM Herald and then I went down to uh nine oh eleven. Which by the way, perfect time. If you ever want to do improv comedy, oh, seven thirty AM first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Um and then uh and the thing about it is and I guess this happens at a lot of historical sites now. But there's just so many people taking selfies, right? Mm. And just like not like not with any of the this kind of maybe the seriousness that you would expect for like a memorial, just kind of like like hey, here I am, you know, and it's just right. like oh, that's in, that's just like what the what culture is now. I mean, it's not right. like it, I don't know, it's like that, a big that, judgment that, on that, it, but it's interesting. That famous, to see. Uh, that famous photo of the uh, teenager taking a selfie of herself at Auschwitz. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think there's just a lot of that that goes on now, um, but. Um, uh, but I was I was curious. So you, did you take a selfie? Yeah, did you selfie? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out at nine eleven. What up? Uh, so uh, I'm I'm curious, John, as as a frequent traveler, I, ha- I had a few a few queries I wanted to ask you. I am extremely ready for this quiz. You're t- you're taking you're taking the red eye. Is that yeah. your preferred flight time? Do you like to fly overnight? No, no, not particularly. Not necessarily, that's just just necessity of, it, of it this happens, particular. It happens trip. from time to time. This was uh-huh. not. This was a. I was at a, a wedding this weekend. Okay, and then uh, because it was in the LA area, and I haven't been here for some time, I decided to go and see some friends and do some podcasts. A lot of fun, but uh, it's hard for me to be away from my family. Yeah, of course, so yeah. I, I sort of took the red eye to make a full day of Tuesday without spending another night. That's nice. And my initial thought was I would arrive in New York City at 7.30 tomorrow morning mm-hmm. and then go home and see my wonderful family. But because of reasons, I have to immediately fly to Columbus, Ohio, right. which was oh, never anyone's plan. Yeah. yeah. It's a little curveball. That's all. Right. Anyway, that, we won't talk about that. I've already discussed what? it with you off, off mic. Can you catch... And, and sorry, Mitch, I, want, I do want to hear your question, but can you, are you someone who can sleep on the red? That's what I was about to out. ask, Nick. There we go. Same page. Because you're uh, going to be tired tomorrow. Yeah, I've t- I've taken the overnight flight a little bit. I you know I'm uh, much older than you are. No, that's not true. I'm considerably older. Mm. And uh, I mean I'm I'm considering it a lot. <laughs> and uh, I've, I I but I have reached a point where I I just that 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 fabled like I don't sleep that much right. anymore. Oh, interesting. So like five hours is a good. That's enough for that's you. It's a good one for me, boy. If I, if I can get it, and also there's um, like is is very common for me to wake up in the mid like say one or two a.m. Right. and be awake for two three hours. That does happen go to back me. To that happens to me as well. Except and, I don't go back to sleep. And you know that that's a, a phenomenon. Um, that is known as second sleep. Oh, interesting. To break up the night that way is biologically very, very common and ingrained in us. Right. Wow. And before before the invention of electricity... This I have heard about. I think where you're going with this. I, did, I hope I didn't talk about it last time. No, no, please, please. I only have a few tricks. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- that um, there is a thing called second sleep where um, y- uh, y- uh, before the invention of electricity... 
uh, people would go to sleep earlier, right? right? They'd go to sleep with the sun. Yeah. And they would routinely wake up from like midnight to three. And that would be a normal social time of wakefulness. You just sort of hang out with you your wake up, you family. Do, you do a little work. Right. Uh, you, you smoke a corncob pipe. A lot of fun. You look out into the darkness and consider uh, the enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Or you go mm-hmm. and visit with friends. And uh, that was weirdly erased from history once electricity was invented. Yeah. Let's bring it back. You've never seen it in like a in like a period drama or anything. You've never seen it in like a little no, historical but like his, fiction. His, like like uh, uh, Shakespeare Shakespeare scholars mm-hmm. and Marlowe, the contemporary of Shakespeare. Shakespeare mentioned second sleep a lot. Oh, interesting. And people just didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. And then it was later they discovered that. Um, uh, intentional communities that do not have electricity, like the Amish, for example, mm-hmm. it still happens. They and still they do it. Yep. Wow. And once you accept that you're not a weirdo, mm-hmm. but it's time to be awake for a couple of hours in the middle of the night, it's much more relaxing. Because hey. you think you feel terrible. Like, you're right. like, I should be asleep. But in fact, your brain is like, nope, be awake now. Yeah, that's And I read a book. That's fascinating. For, and I'm, I've come to really enjoy that period of wakefulness. Because when that happens to me, I get so frustrated because I'm just like, ah, I wish I could go back it, to Nick. sleep. You got to embrace it. I guess I got to embrace it. I'm, yeah. I guess, just, guess who's coming over to your house tonight at about 2, 3 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, hello, Proctor Nick. I'm here for a visit. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we play a game of drafts? <laughs> it is I, Goody Mitch. <laughs> for me to do this, I would have to have been given nick's address at some point which, yeah. I, which I have never <laughs> right. been given right ever. yeah okay you know what the the the, the devil club is starting to, it's it's thinned out quite a bit it's i think we were, we were here for a rush. we're chasing them away right you know what there's a great back corner but there's one person over there in it they but, that couple so th- you remember biceps from before yes okay so he's i don't know where he went but it's, there's a woman over there now right oh wow does she also have big biceps no no possibly? no but they, they were on my flight out here oh wow. and yeah that's that's a weird thing that's when you a, start recognizing people in from the air. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Don't want to make friends at the airport. It's, friends are off limits at the airport. Yeah, I'm good on friends in general at this point. What is your airport number right now? You got it covered. Yeah, you don't need any more. Yeah. All right. You song Joe Saunders. Uh huh. And that might and your wife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so she's, three. For, from her perspective, it's like tenuous. Um, <laughs> But yeah, about three. When was the last time you took an airplane? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Just I, I apparently made him very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I had an allergic reaction to that question. Uh, the uh, no, I, I flew fairly recently. I went to I went to Las Vegas. Oh. Our good friend John Gabrus, we ran the half marathon. Oh yeah, congratulations! And so Thank you so much. So I, I, I you know I I'll fly a few times a year, but it's usually for something work related. It's usually I got to go to New York for work, or I got to go to. San Francisco for Doughboys, which we'll be doing later this month at the SF Sketch Fest. Oh, yeah, sure. Yes. See you there. Yeah. Oh, we'll, that's going to be fun. We'll also oh, be yeah. going to Saskatoon this month. Oh, God. Look out for that. Oh, well, I have a question about that. Yes. But first of all, uh, when when is this going to air? This ep- this episode will be out. I actually wrote this down for you because I know you have a little tour. This ep- this episode is going to come out on January 10th, 2019. Oh, perfect. So I know you have some things to plug. Oh. Uh, listeners to the Doughboys podcast, please consider coming to see me, John Hodgman, and my co-host, Jesse Thorne, as we uh, do a little mini tour of the American uh, Northwest and Los Angeles, uh, centered around our appearance at Sketchfest. So we'll be in Vancouver, then Seattle, then Portland, then San Francisco uh, on the 18th of January. 
and then Los Angeles. Very and cool. See, so you guys do it. You're smart. Yeah. We're going to San Francisco Sketchfest, flying, coming back to LA, then flying up to Saskatoon. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Which Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah. In January, we told I get we you know there's this there's this lovely festival that asked us to uh, participate in, it, and we're very excited That's to lovely. do it. But we uh, and. But it's our it's our second show in Canada. We we did one in Vancouver, and we we made an announcement like, "Oh, the Doughboys are going to Canada. We're going to Saskatoon." Everyone which I was guess, mad everyone, at us. Everyone's mad. like, "What are you talking?" Immediately about? mad at which us. Which I guess is right. like the equivalent of like the Doughboys are going to the U.S. We're going to Oklahoma City. It just like seems like it's so far down not, the list of not even that. Yeah, yeah. Is it really? Is it that remote? Yeah, it's like it's like guess what, everybody? Your favorite thing from another country is coming to the United States. Get ready, Bismarck, North Dakota. <laughs> oh, boy. No, no. If, uh, look, I I've never been to Saskatoon, but I've been to the provincial capital of Saskatchewan, which is Regina, and great name is, for a city. It well, it is a. <laughs> It is a remote place. Right. A lovely but remote place. So we're yeah. going to a more remote place than that. Yeah, but I feel like Saskatoon might I don't know what, what the deal is there. Right. Is it is the capital the biggest city or is it or is maybe Saskatoon more of the population center? Well, we're gonna even find if out. it's the biggest city, Saskatoon might have a, a tourist destination there right. or a, or a thing you slide down on skis or something like that. Mm. Whereas, sure. You know, like it, it might be like Regina is Albany to Saskatoon's oh Lake boy. Placid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Lake Placid for the first time for a wedding. My friend Miles got married mm-hmm. uh, to his lovely uh, now wife, Laura. And Lake Placid, of course, is where the 1980 Winter Olympics were. That's right. Yes. And that was kind of, I, I didn't think about it this much, but it was, it was someone pointed out, it's like kind of the last time a small town got the Olympics. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, That's it's awesome. so, it's so competitive now and it's always these big cities and yeah. so forth. And no one, like people go back to Lake Placid, it's a, a lovely town, but when you drive in, especially on a kind of like a, a wintry, like wintry mixed day like this, mm-hmm. uh, you're watching that woman walk away from us in anger. No, she, she, I think she actually was a person who didn't mind us more than anyone. I, I, oh, okay. she, she was smiling at moments. So, uh, oh, okay, good. Yeah. All right, good. Actually, I started doing American Sign Language. I think she was deaf. I think that was the issue. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> so that's why. Yeah, she was, un, she was unbothered by the Doughboys podcast because we, she was incapable of hearing it. We passed the first Delta test because a guy with a tray came around collecting stuff, walked right by us. Yeah. I, 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 feel, much, I feel more like I can speak a little... He definitely Less. clocked us. He clocked us. And he saw he saw we were up to something, but he was I guess he was just more he more was curious about it, less mm-hmm. bothered. Yeah. Should we have gotten him on? This is one of those things where like this is we, we know we know that we are not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Nor are we doing anything disruptive. We're not we're talking at a normal we're talking if anything at a subdued volume yeah, because we're self conscious. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean I've I've heard um D-bags in the uh, Sky Club talk oh, yeah. much worse than this. Right. But there is something there in every cell of our bodies we are rejecting we're this transgression. We're scared. But yeah. I, I have a death grip on this microphone. My hand well, is I turning Well, I thought we had to because Emma told me I had to hold the microphone it, really tightly. Otherwise they make weird noises. Although I think they're making the weirdest noise was Mitch's, but I fixed it. Oh, uh, okay. Good. Of course, mine makes the weirdest noise of all. You know, no, it's I, just loose on the inside. Oh, just but I was going to say about like places you drive. As I was driving up solo through this <coughs> misty, wintry mix, and all of a sudden, these two massive 
aban- basically abandoned ski jumps came in. In, uh, emerged over the horizon. Wow! And I felt like I was playing like a weird video That's game. Like right. insane. It was it was intense. That's terrifying. Relics yeah. from the Olympics? That, no, no, they were just built last year. Oh, they're what, just there. What do you think the story is? Oh, oh right. sorry, Jesus! You're going to rake me over the coals. Jesus. I thought maybe they're there for hobbyists. Maybe they're there <laughs> Jesus, for vacationers. Read. They may still be used. Mm-hmm. But they felt they felt very Silent Hill. Right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. By the way, my I don't know. I've never played Silent Hill, but you know what I'm talking about. That vibe. It's oh, too yes. spooky I for know me. It. I do know Thank it. You. The, you know? Do you know that my le- my feet my least favorite Sky Club member has left? So I'm much more relaxed. The guy who was giving us a look. Which one was that? He, was I, over, I, he, he, I, he came. He came in late, and he was kind of. I think he was more like confused by what this was. Than yeah. Anything. I think that's. I think that's probably the majority of even even if people like my mom knows that we have a podcast, she's still confused by it. It was kind of a look like right like that but he scared me more right. than anyone you know lake placid i saw the movie with my friend joe tormy in the braintree cinema is that the one with the big gator yeah also one of the i kind of feel like one of the last bridget fonda movies mm. she retired from acting i know and yeah. i um am in love with her she's a great actor <laughs> and if she's listening Come, uh she, i think my I'm, wife will be fine with my saying i will leave my family for you <laughs> Your wife will be okay with that? <laughs> yeah, well, we're both big single white female fans. Okay, all right. <laughs> she, she, uh, More of a she, she was so guy. great. If I had a guess, definitely listening yeah. uh, to the Doughboys right? podcast. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> My friend Joe told me we, we snuck some rum in. We were, we were, we were maybe not of age, not a good thing to do. And we watched Lake Placid and we had a, we had a, the, a ball. We had a great time. We were some, oh, maybe the, like two I've or five people in there. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how it holds up. They still make it. They made a sequel just recently. It's so. a CG gator is the thing. And it's, it's a CG like, gator. So I think like the 1999 CG may not have aged well. Yeah. But Betty White's right. Betty White's got like a fun part in it, right? But yes, she does. Yeah. She 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 basically should you spoiler alert. I will never see this movie. She at the end is like feeding a bunch of baby gator. Like she's like feeding the gators. She's, oh, she's like Mama Voorhees. She basically, but gotcha. like, but I don't think she did that. She meant for them to kill people. I don't know. She could still be in it. She was the little old lady in 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 Lake Placid when it came out. She could still when it came do out it today. like twenty years ago. It's, crazy. Crazy. it's incredible. It's crazy. Betty White is incredible. Really? Yeah. Is. Right. American treasure. She's I've never best. seen her on an airplane. Have you ever seen a famous person on an airplane? Yeah, I told Nick this when I was back for Thanksgiving. I saw uh, at baggage should, claim. Should we should we pause for a moment? Yes, I I think I think we should. All right. You know, yeah, hey, every, hey, hey, everybody! I was suggesting we pause so that that guy could shake out that garbage bag a few more times. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just taking in this cool uh, jazz groove we've got going. Well, I'm gonna say this: there's Dave Brubeck. Boom, boom, it is a got. Dave Brubeck vibe, yeah. right? Yeah. There's there's jazz music, but it's also times Christmas music because we got some holiday music playing. Oh yeah, that's what it is. This is my favorite things, which is not a Christmas song, but it feels like it's turning into jazz. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? I just I said one of mine today to Nick. Which um, is mine is uh, do you hear what I hear Bing Cros Bing Crosby's oh, yeah. version of it? I just you know I was at I was at this wedding over the over the weekend mm-hmm. up in Solvang, California. I've been I there, guess. yeah. Which is there. a which is a wacky town. It's a little yep. Danish. It town. looks like an old timey. It looks like an Asterix comic book up in there. It's bizarre. Home it's of a, the the UCB's West Coast comedy like the ultimate comedy festival bash. That, which just, never repeated. Look. Some people have misophonia. They don't like to hear the sound of chewing on the mic and everything else. I cannot stand the sound of this guy shaking out garbage bags. He is rustling it like crazy. 
He is wrestling like f- the hell out of I feel of like back. this might be a stealth tactic by Delta Marshals. Like, well, you know, they're, they're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> I, I like the they're, fact that they're, we, they're we, technically not breaking the rules. Yeah. Send someone over to wrestle a garbage bag so loudly that they can't talk. No one, tells us, no one tells us to... I would like it if no one told us to stop doing what we're doing, but you told... The guy working to stop rustling the bags. Wow, he just slammed the top of that garbage belt down. He's really mad at us. Well, all right, we're getting there. Right, we're what were we talking about? Now, now we are. Now oh, we are. Favorite Christmas? Kind of, yeah, Bing, favorite Cro- Bing Crosby. Do you hear what I hear? Is one of my favorites. Specifically, Bing Crosby. Yeah. Oh, I heard. I heard. I heard that. Great version. I heard. I heard that on the. On the uh, on the PA while I was shopping at the sock loft. Oh, all right. Another sponsored content moment that I shouldn't have given away for free. Sock loft, give me some money. Uh, oh wow, sock loft in Solvang. In Solvang, yeah. just yeah. only in Solvang. Yeah, that's right. That's give, right. Give Hodgman some money. Don't give any money to us. This because... episode of the Doughboys is brought to you by two completely comparable organizations: <laughs> Delta Airlines and the Sock Loft <laughs> in Solvang, California. Maybe Sockloft has the same amount of the sock sector that Delta has of the airline sector. You never know. Yeah, possibly so. Sockloft is just a funny visual too. That all the socks are up in a in a loft, basically. Yeah, That's yeah. Not, uh, I, guess, yeah. I, guess, I guess it works. No, we're laughing very hard at this visual. <laughs> so you, <laughs> so you, you. I liked it too. I like it. I like it. All right. Loft. <laughs> What are the other things? So there's there are huts for yes. in terms of in terms of uh, uh, store structures. Yeah, you got your your radio shacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. your sunglass, sunglass huts, huts, your pizza huts, mm-hmm. your sock loft. There's a ski chalet that's near uh, oh. that's near my place. Oh, right. I've seen that a little bit there. Or there's also wait, isn't there also a sports chalet? Am I wrong about that? Swiss chalet is a brand of. Sneakers, I feel like, or maybe yes, fondue dip, mm. Swiss chalet. Yeah, there's it, also there's always your houses, the International House of Pancakes, sure, or the yeah, house, houses. house of Nanking. Right, right. Oh, House of Nanking in San yeah. Francisco is it's a, a, it's fantastic. Mitch is taking I, me I there. Brought, I brought him there for the first time. Oh, fantastic! Mm-hmm. See you there in, at Sketchfest. Oh yeah, hell yeah. We'll be Nick. You'll go again, right? Oh my god, that would be a blast. There is, I can think of one pit. Yeah, wait, what pit are you thinking of? Pita Pit. Oh, yes, yes Pita pit. pit. Which I saw, I know there are more than one of them, but I saw it at the Mall of America. What is it? The Swiss Chalet? Oh, that's not. It's, a, if, it's not. It's not. Shame sneakers. on us. It's, it's a rotisserie a, and grill. Rotisserie oh, and grill. We, we should know that. that up big time. No shit. Wow. We really messed that you up. You know what? That's the, that's the point of coming to the airport. You're living between worlds. <laughs> We're you're, learning you're, more you than know, what you, you know that everyone, <laughs> it, when you, when you, if you fly into a place and you have a a, a layover in that state, yes, Arizona, uh, Missouri, or whatever, you are not officially in that state. You cannot right. say that you have visited that state, right? Because air, airports are at a dimension unto themselves. I agree like with embassies; that. they're I agree their with own that. thing. And I agree with that. This is, a, this is a good time to expand our knowledge and learn about Swiss chalets and other I things. Agree. I agree with. I, I was trying to think of ones that aren't used or should be used. Like, should there be like the chocolate crib or the the uh, well, like crib, the crib came into usage crib. pretty recently crib. as a as like a as new as a new slang term for a house. Like that's within the past or, twenty or years. Or, no, I didn't mean it that way. I meant it as a literal crib, but maybe that's weird. Oh, like a baby's crib? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think you should be giving infants chocolate. <laughs> the chocolate cradle. <laughs> chocolate cradle is good. Yeah, that's good. Like Come I'm and like, lie down in our chocolate cradle, you <laughs> dumb baby. <laughs> 
that's good because <laughs> uh, there's lounge, lounge is used uh, right i'm trying right. to porch is there is there uh, is porch used often porch. i haven't read the jerky porch. porch jerky porch jerky porch there you Why go not? you know what tm it's too too much no trademark we'll take a break we'll be back with more dope boys Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. 
Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're with John Hodgman in the Sky Club of an unnamed airline. Now <laughs> at Los Angeles International Airport at LAX. LAX. Thank you, thank you for filling in that detail. Well, I, I just want to go back to the point that this is John. Have you have you have, have you have you ever always had like a, a hard time getting to and from? The, it's a very it's a tough airport. I'd say it's up there yes. with JFK. As yeah, it, but because JFK is my normal experience, mm. and I've <clears throat> traveled through LAX quite a bit, I'm used to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate I hate coming to this airport. Uh, you know, wait, if you're, but, you ever you ever like think about go, you just go to one of those uh, those peripheral L.A. area airports. You go to like I think you can get a Bob Hope occasionally, but then it's always so much more money. I like to do I I'll fly out of Long Beach, and that's that's wow, a lovely very airport. SoCal surfer of you. Long Beach is Long Beach Airport is great because they've only got four terminals. That's right. It's very modest, um, and, and you can get right just get through security so quickly. It's a, it's a breeze, and you only carry on as your longboard. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And baggage claim is outdoors. Yes, which is nice. You've it's, been there. Yeah, I've been to the Long Beach Airport. Wow, okay. Lovely. Well, you know, I am, as I established earlier, very elderly. Oh, and come there, on. And there was a time when I think JetBlue is... only flew into Long Beach. That was how JetBlue was established. Really? I remember that. Yeah. You know what? That, that actually reminds me, because you asked if you if we'd ever seen celebrities on flights. Yeah. I have. I've seen, uh, the, the biggest one was Margot Robbie, oh. uh, who Natalie, Natalie clocked. Um, but the... Um, uh, but she also, saw her and, and refused to let you look. Yeah, <laughs> she she covered your she covered your eyes. <laughs> um, but uh, the other uh, the other celeb, Benji Madden and Cameron Diaz mm. on wow. JetBlue in sitting in JetBlue Mint as a couple. I was like, alumni, that's very exciting. Alumni wow. of your high school. Alumni of my high school, Cameron Diaz. Um, I. Uh, I, I I said this right. I told you that I saw Casey Affleck at the baggage claim for at in at Logan uh, after after Thanksgiving, and then uh, I've know I've seen someone else. I know I've seen someone else famous in first class on a flight and walked by them, and then but I forget. I forget it. I I the biggest one for me was Kurt Russell. Whoa, and I that's sat next exciting. To him. Not, but it was I was being. It was when I was doing the Apple commercials. Right, and they flew me first class, which was insane yeah and i didn't understand what was happening right and it was even more surreal that kurt russell was on the flight that's amazing and at that time in first class on american airlines there were two four six eight nine seats in first class 
So two, four on each side, mm-hmm. and then one right in the middle. Oh, weird! And that's where Kurt Russell was, in, in basically in like the the Enterprise captain seat, right? <laughs> and boy, oh boy, was that dude handsome! Yeah, that's a hell of a sighting. But then I was I was reminded because of Long Beach. <laughs> I was a long time ago, probably the early 2000s, I was flying back from Long Beach Mm -hmm. and I was checking my bag in and I was behind um, Barry Williams in line. Craig Brady. Very cool. And that was not the first time I had seen him. Wait a minute. I think I saw Barry Williams on a flight too. Really? I think I saw Barry Williams. Were you on the same flight, Nick? Yes, yeah, so it no, with John. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it wasn't the same flight. But this would have probably been two thousand three or four. Not the same flight, but okay. this this would have been later. You would have probably been five at the time. <laughs> this is hard for me because the joke with me is that Nick is always is is an old man. Yeah. I am older than Mitch. He is a couple of years. I'm a couple older, years right? older than yeah. Mitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. a few. I'm th- I'm thirty eight. I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a young man. I'm I'm happy with my age, but I'm not a I'm not a youthful man. That's fine. You you, you act like I'm a Korean War vet. <laughs> I'm I, I'm a, coward like you. I'm a <laughs> oh yeah. I would I would immediately cover myself with a, a dead body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'd be in North Korea doing propaganda <laughs> very quickly. Um, you know what? You you could still do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's still, my fallback plan still at this a, point. A career choice. Yeah. Hey, look, I got broadcasting. <laughs> hey, look, experience. I, I, I got a suit. <laughs> I look like a young Republican. You could you could you could probably go into North Korea and claim to be a third Trump son. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> They'd buy it. Yeah. Don Jr. Eric and Nick Trump. <laughs> if I turn Nick on the Double TV, Reed Trump. <laughs> if I turn on the TV one day and you and Dennis Rodman were. Sitting next to Kim Jong Un, it would it would make my it would be a dream come true I didn't for me. I think I'd get to meet Rodman, man. The, yeah, you'd be you'd, I mean, yeah, of the course. worm. Yeah, <laughs> this, Hall of Famer. This, this is your chance to see uh, Rodman on a North Korean plane. <laughs> <laughs> so, so who did you see? Saw Barry Williams. I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw Barry Williams. Also, maybe on. Uh, I don't know. I was. It's, it's too far to say it was on a JetBlue right. flight. But I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw Barry Williams on a plane because I was. I was thinking it, w- it was a Brady kid, and it wasn't the. It wasn't the other one, the middle one. Mike, w- Mike, looking land. Yeah, it wasn't him. It or was is the, that Bobby? I can't I remember. remember. It wasn't Christopher. Right? Isn't Christopher one of them? Christopher Knight. Christopher it was not Christopher Knight. Mm, is that right? He was on the Surreal Life. Right. That sounds yeah, yeah. right. No, it was not him. It was the other one. The the eldest. The, older, the eldest. Yeah, Barry Williams. Right. Greg. I saw. We both saw Barry Williams on a, on a plane. On an airplane. Well, you very know, exciting. You know, that's how he travels. I guess. He still got it. <laughs> He's not a train man. But I had seen him before because I worked at the uh, video store when I was in college. Okay. And I had rented movies to him. Wow. Because he was in the touring company of the musical City of Angels. Right. Okay. Oh. And uh, he came in. Did he rent anything good? Weekend at Bernie's too. Do you think he's listening to this? Um, no. Do you think, I'd say it's like 70-30 that he is. Do you is. think Barry Williams <laughs> is pouring a glass of wine for Bridget Fonda right now as they listen to the Bill Boys podcast? <laughs> in a Swiss chalet somewhere? Wow. He came in. He was really nice. Uh-huh. And I had gotten a call from some woman that I had never met, a young woman, like we're in our late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. And uh, she calls, and the, our, 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 this was in New Haven. I went to Yale. Yes. And uh, the video store was called Film Fest. And I answered the phone. I'm like, Film Fest. And the, the young woman goes, Film Fest, this is Sam Goody. 
and she worked at Sam Goody down the road, the right. record company. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's very cool that you're... <laughs> it's like, this is Galactica actual. Okay, good. <laughs> and I'm like, how can I help you? She said, uh, Greg Brady's on his way. And he had just been there and asked where he could rent movies. And she had given them directions. Wow, a heads up. And so she called to give me a heads up. And sure enough, a few minutes later, he came in. That's interesting. And he's like, where is your... Where is your classics section? Mm. And I said, over there. And he went and And then he screamed, the some. Brady Bunch is in here. He turned the <laughs> shelves over. <laughs> Partridge family. Mother fuckers. <laughs> and he rented the Oxbow Incident. It's the only oh. reason I know that there huh. is a movie called the Oxbow Incident. I've heard of the Oxbow Incident. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, anyway. And he's like, do I, I guess I need to open an account. Do I need to show you ID? I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, okay, I get it. And I was like, I really like your work. He said, thank you very much. And then he was kind of looked a little uncomfortable. He's like, um, yeah, also, is there an adult section? Uh, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Craig Brady, I understand your urges. Shattering the myth. But it's not that. It's just we didn't. I had to explain to him that we had had one. Right. But when we moved up the street, it just was not. We weren't making any money off of it. Yeah. And I told him to go over to Best Video, which I think is still in business, probably because they have porn. Um, but it was. I just felt so like what what it would be like. This was obviously way before the internet. Right. That's the only way it you, you had to get pornography. Way, you had to go to a you store. Were a known person. Yeah. Wow. You had to go into a video store and just humiliate yourself. Right. Wow. And I felt really bad for him. Yeah. Probably looking for it's the, rough. The Cox O incident. <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. That's you good looked at me a double pun in there. I would say that you looked at me very angrily. I was trying to remember the name of the original movie is the thing. I was trying to like like what was it? It was an Ox Oxbow incident the is that Oxbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you know worked. What? Yeah, Coxo was good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I liked it. Cox. Oh. 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 And maybe Incident I should have changed. <laughs> nah, it almost whatever. sounds like a 90s band. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got we to gotta talk about the Sky Club a little bit. So I've I been guess there. So. I've been there. <laughs> I just like hanging out with you guys. I'm having a blast. I'm having a blast. I'm having, I'm having, I'm having a hoot. But you know, those pedants well, on Twitter are going to lose their minds if we don't actually. I will well, say that Nick the format of the episode. Out. Nick, 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 Nick has Nick has kept the same volume. I feel like I've come up a little bit. Yeah, uh, you've kept the same. Am I still uh, a little muted? Yeah, for sure. But I think that's okay. Yeah, um, um, I'll, I'll say this, Nick. There are showers here. You mentioned, yeah. That, you mentioned that Nick mentioned that he was maybe going to shower. I was going ideally going to get here early enough where I could take a shower and review that. Have you ever taken a shower to Sky Club? I have. Yeah, um, and it's uh, good. Yeah, it's an okay oh, yeah. shower. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, step up from a gym. Um, yes, I would say so. You okay. have you have a private uh, shower room. That's huge. Um, the the water pressure is fine. Mm-hmm. Temperature good. You have the the bright feeling of profound transgression that you are taking a shower at an airport. Right. That none of this should be happening. <laughs> <laughs> Very and, true. And uh, you know, the downside is that if you're doing it sort of on an impromptu basis, maybe you've checked your luggage, you don't have something new, fresh to change into. Right. Do you know what I mean? Um, but if you're a seasoned traveler, 
uh, you bring a robe and pajamas with you all at all times. Yeah, that's a good move. So, boy, I got a lot to learn. But uh, yeah, like you like for for well, that's maybe that's why you brought that that uh, carry on bag. Yeah, do you mm-hmm. have a, a, a spare? J. Crew suit in there? No, no. All That's I got more sponsored content. I just realized. <laughs> J. Crew sock loft Delta. That's it. Oxbow incident. Film fest. You're out of business, but you owe us money. Barry Williams. <laughs> we're nailed, we're hitting everything. Cameron Diaz. Every every Bridget Fonda. Bridget every Fonda. place and person who won't pay us a, a, a single cent, and we don't right. want it because the Doughboys can't be bought. Well, the Judge John Hodgman podcast is available for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but are you going to do it? Or are you going to take a shower? You I don't should. think so. It's pretty amazing. I would like to. I, I yeah. I took it because I didn't get a great shower today. I took a shower at the pool after I swam some laps. That pool shower is not great. I but, think. I think you. Should, I think Nick should go in and shower in his suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then see. I, even then. Even then, you wouldn't be kicked out. I could walk out soaking wet. Don't look bad. Here. And I imagine exactly. what they've seen here. Right. Yeah. Barry Williams drunk out of his mind, <laughs> reciting lines from the Oxbow <laughs> I mean, that, it, would be, it would be funny for him to hear that someone revealed that he got a porno like 20 or, or something years ago. Right. And for him to be like, what the f-? Like to be pissed I off know. about that. You were well, supposed I'm to keep your mouth shut about the Cox O incident. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to write about it in my new book. What's what is the, what's the new book? It's called Medallion Status. <laughs> <laughs> it's ver, very early stages. That much right. that's the final title. Yeah, you might need to work on that pitch a little bit. It's a good. I mean, it's a good title. No, I don't. I already sold it, asshole. What oh the Jesus. Hell? Okay, Jesus. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> who am I talking to you about how to sell a book? Hey, can can I just can I, get the showers. <laughs> yeah. Can I remind Nick? Can, can I remind Nick for just a second here? Nick, you are you're a guest up here, okay? You don't you don't belong in this That's place. That's true. Well, we should talk about no, part no, of the No, you have a gold you have a gold uh, American Express card, not I, to reveal too much of your privilege. But. I do have a gold Delta Delta card that I used to buy my way in here, but you have you get two guests in for free because of your status. Until until the until the end of this year. Until the end of this year and then they're changing their policy yeah, a little bit. Because the thing is, I have not traveled enough this year to Ooh. maintain my diamond status. Are you going down to platinum? I'm gonna go down to platinum. Wow. Wow. And what a I may kill myself. <laughs> don't I mean don't do that. <laughs> That's too far. I may I may like I it's I know that it will probably Probably traumatize my wife and children. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, what is there to live for if I'm a if I'm a platinum? That's terrible. You yeah. might as well shred the card itself. <laughs> Thank I, you. Think, you I just, think it's an overreaction. Just, you might as well shred the card as <laughs> hang yourself in the shower in the Sky Club. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they would be fine. They'd be unfazed. <laughs> they've seen it before. <laughs> they've seen every, they've seen everything here because you understand that airports exist. I, I would say seventy percent to to be a place where airplanes can land yes and 30 percent to be a place where people can drink at 8 a.m in the morning right exactly you know, like it's it is a it is a place of transgression one of the few socially accepted places where you can have alcohol it's that early cr- in the day. it's cuckoo yeah um well let's let's talk about this a little oh, oh, yeah. food right yeah yes yeah. so okay. we got we got I, i've been to the sky club once before i went to the one at sfo which is a little nicer than this one they have it's a very nice they thing. have a bar service yes, which is a big do. part of it yeah. they have bartenders this which is they an don't interim situation it's not ideal I'm, I'm aware. Well, 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 that'll be a caveat. Yeah, Nick, Nick um, is in his hustle mode right now. He's 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 get, he wants to get all the information. Oh, out. we just got to we just got to we're doing fine. We're doing, we're doing fine. We just got to uh, touch on a couple of things and get to our uh, to our critique. But I would just say. I, I do like that this drinks are self serve. There's a mm-hmm. lot of options. There's hard mm-hmm. liquor. There's there's um, every type of wine. 
not every type of wine, but there's there's you know a there are multiple 500 types bottles of, of wine. There, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you got your Cab Franks. You got your Cab Burn, uh, Cab. Uh, fuck, I couldn't even say a second second type of wine. <laughs> second type of Cab. Yeah. <laughs> I started to say Cab and they I stumbled have, they over have the next. A couple syllable. of reds and a couple of whites. A couple of reds, couple they have of whites, like a and a rosé with about five. Yeah, five different kinds of beers. Five different beers. Um, um, they got coffee, then, tea. What'd you say? Coffee, tea. They get oh, some hard liquor. Right. They get some soft drinks. You get your whiskey, your gins, and everything else. There have been times in here when I've seen a bottle of Fernet Branca. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, right? I'm a love. I'm a just gasped. I love Fernet Branca. It's one of my favorites. Do you, you ever have it after dinner as like a little dessert drink? Yeah, that's drink? what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's an that's, aperitif. That's ideal. Yeah, I, I love that. Settles your tummy. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, that's nice. Yeah, I, I, I like that selection. I got myself a glass of rosé, which was fine. Sure. Just a totally solid uh, Just solid like all rosés. Exactly. <laughs> There's not a lot of variance there. Mitch, you got yourself a Diet Coke. I got myself a Diet Coke. I went no I went no booze tonight. Got myself That's a little fine. glass well, of... you're driving. You're driving. driving. Yeah, of course. Got myself a little glass of... And, and this nice little... Uh, this nice you're, not little... try, you're not trying to slowly obliterate yourself so you can sleep for an hour and a half on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> And this, but I also got it out of a nice little fancy glass here. It makes me feel it's nice to drink a Diet Coke out of a uh, real glass. Yeah, cup yeah they like get real this. glassware, which goes a long way. And you got yeah. yourself some whiskey, John. I got. Yeah, they have a, a Jack Daniel's uh, whiskey. Uh, right. I have to say that the um, ice service needs a little bit of. More refreshing. They can yeah. use some more refreshing. ice. Or just a straight up ice machine would most make a difference. Of, most of the, I mean, since this is a, uh, uh, as, you, as you may know, this is a podcast uh, where we review chain restaurants. Yes. And this is a chain. There's one in many, many. Uh, right. And airports. And this is a little bit of an anomaly because most of them in major cities will have a full bar with complimentary mm. uh, uh, bar service. Uh, obviously, everything that's complimentary here would be complimentary there. And then yes. you have a. Some upscale stuff that you could get at the bar uh, for a little bit of an upcharge, or you pay with miles for right. some of the top shelf stuff. But um, this is fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally. I mean, it's totally serviceable. Gets the job done. And if you can, if you can get in for free, I mean, it's great. If you can get it's in, I deal. think at the threshold that I paid, where you have the card and you can get like a bit of a discount. I think I paid. I paid twenty nine dollars. It's still a. Pr- it's a pretty good value because like the food's three not like three drinks and some food. I think three drinks and some food. You're, you're sitting pretty. Yeah, yeah. It's you're getting in for cheaper than you would if you were you know sitting down at the Chili's too. Mm. But I think if you have to pay full price, I'm not. Which I'm not sure what it, what it is. But it's I think pretty, it's about fifty bucks. I'm not sure if it's rate. worth it there. Right. I think that might be the point where maybe just hang out in the terminal unless you really need to get away from it all. Well, if you were if you were going to be held. Up, like if, if a plane was canceled or you had a delay of three yeah. or four hours, that might work. That might this be would be a much it. more comfortable place to be. Exactly, oh, sure. yeah. that's a big part There's of it. The no comfort. Doubt about that. Yeah, the restrooms are a little bit more private. I didn't go in the ones here, but again, I went in the one in F- right. SFO. Um, and uh, yeah, the, it's just like a little bit more tranquil, and you got that smooth jazz playing. Uh, so as far as food, I got so they have the, an array of composed salads. Let's start there. I got myself the shredded broccoli slaw, the shaved celery and Asian pear, and the kale and strawberry. I'd say they were all solid and all kind of like tasted the same. Mm-hmm. There, were, there was maybe a little bit of all. They were just like very different, different takes on a shredded salad. Uh, I would say maybe the, uh, the the shredded broccoli saw had like a little lighter dressing, um, but overall they were all just like the same sort of you know mushy, uh, mushy you know shredded greens with a with that that had been sitting in that in, in a sweet dressing for a sweet vinaigrette for a while and kind of soaking that up. Um, what did you guys think of the Cabo salads? I got myself the California Cobb. John, did mm-hmm. you get that as well? Uh, I did not. I got uh, well. I didn't have any of it until just now. I'm gonna. You, you talk while I try this. Um, shredded the California, broccoli the slaw. California Cobb. I got an egg in there. I got some beets, 
and then some lettuce but it, it, i didn't get any chunks of blue cheese yeah and then i didn't even see the dressing until i went up there the second time was it on the side it was on the side mm. which was kind of confusing in that that right. so that kind of a little bit of a letdown on that then i had some of the quinoa nick uh and i thought the quinoa was good it was tasty um uh not bad yeah it's it's all it's all an array of sort of fairly trendy healthy foods right mm-hmm. i appreciate it someone who does not like to eat a lot of carbs that there's a lot of low carb options there, yes there, are. there really are and one of the secrets of uh, and and i will also say that again compared to other sky clubs this is a fairly limited offering right mm-hmm. and i'll be i'll be blunt with you as a diamond medallion mentor i can afford to i can afford to be the food's gone a little downhill in the mm, past five months i would say yeah because there was a time when they were killing it Right. It's basically it's basically like a uh, soup plantation, but one little stall, one little hut, one right. little hut, and you've got like they're giving you an intentionally modest plate so you don't mm-hmm. overserve yourself. But the secret is that they do offer uh, a lot of condiments. Yeah, there are. Yeah, they're, there are a lot of condiments. You, I'm not sure if you saw the mushroom umami seasoning or wow. the herb seasoning that wow. they had there. They have a big. Every, I've, I've never been in one of these things where they did not have. A big thing of sriracha right. and mm-hmm. Tabasco. I noticed all the hot sauces, uh, as well as like chopped up uh, uh, scallions and, yes. cil- and cilantro. Um, so you can. There's a lot of doctoring opportunities. Right. Well, there's would have really livened up both of your disgusting composed salads. <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing that you took advantage of that I did not. That we'll get into in a second. Um, I also had the the. I had some carrots and hummus. The hummus was good. The car- I mean, it was. Standard, but good. Yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff you can just sort of like dip and eat. Yeah, and then let's let's move on to soups, Nick. So, well, I, John, I didn't get any of the soups. I didn't didn't have. I, the, well, the, John took advantage of a very yes. interesting. I did the tomato bisque. Yeah, and you you also got a couple of the tomato bisque as well, right? I got a couple of the tomato bisque, and I and I topped that off with um, some of that herb seasoning that I told you about. Mm-hmm. And uh, but then you did the very interesting thing of the create your own soup right the sky i think the, the sky broth the sky yeah, it is i think it is called, I sky, think it's broth. called sky broth wow <laughs> and essentially it's it's i mean and i i gotta i gotta give them credit like you would not think a, a major airline that is servicing all parts of the country is going to essentially be putting forward a pho for you to make for yes. yourself right exactly so they have a heated uh, broth uh, with um, and then you can top put into it rice noodles, chicken, cilantro, uh, I think and, you know, and then uh, basil or spinach in this case it wasn't yes. basil; it should have been basil, but it right. was spinach. John, your enemy came back and yeah. stared no, over he does us. Not, he, he does. He's really thinking about dropping a dime. <laughs> Or it, r- rustling another loud bag. Here it was uh, it was very like he he was, was making a pursuit. Moment. I thought he was like a step away from saying something, and I was like, oh boy, this is going to be our first Nick, like conflict. Nick looks like he he went into the showers with the suit on because he's soaked from sweat. I started here. sweating and trembling. <laughs> I'm doing okay. I recovered. That, um, that that is very cool to me. That it's basically a make your own pho. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. Uh, yeah. That's very interesting. I, I, I thought. How, what do you think of the tomato bisque? By the way, I thought it was. It was thought it was tasty. It was I thought good. it was good. Yeah. Now, I mean, there was there was adequate. A, there was a, a spicy uh, Thai chicken soup mm. that they were doing for a while. Okay, and that uh, that's a. I'll be chasing that dragon for the rest of my life. Yeah, that, that sounds that like was dynamite. Really good. Yeah, and uh, with with rice. And then when I was in New Orleans some time ago. That was a pretty modest Sky Club, but because it was New Orleans, they had a gumbo, 
And you could tell that that gumbo had been marinating there for about five days. Right. And in this case, that made it even better. Whoa, how about really that? It was a really good gumbo. Because that, you know, that's kind of slow, slow burning off. Exactly. You, know, you that, want that down in the bayou. You want that sort so of. No, the soups had always been like a thing that I really would would tell people about. Yes. I, you know, the the tomato soup was okay. I think It was okay. okay. I, I feel as though an, a, an eye has been taken off a ball to some Right. Degree. Yes. Yeah, I, but... It's interesting, just that whole the whole cart over there, the 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 uh, the entire the kind of the entire food court there. If there is a theme to it, it is kind of Asian fusion, uh, but which but, in itself is kind of weird and surprising. Yeah, yes. they're kind of yeah. leaning on that. It's you're right. It is it is an odd direction. Um, mm-hmm. I I uh, yeah. I, I, it's it's very it is very modest. It's like the size of like a continental breakfast station. Like there's not a lot of options, and it's it, it's a pretty small. But like John said, like a lot there. of different interesting things over there. Which I, which I can move on to some some yes. other things I got here. So so like you were saying, running with the Asian fusion theme. Some of the other things that uh, some of the hot items they had. I uh, got the Asian pork meatballs, the kimchi rice. That was right next to another salad, which was the cucumber uh, gochujang salad. I, I'm probably butchering that pronunciation. No, that's um, correct. And the uh, uh, and a and the glazed ham sandwich, which is a little off theme. Um, yeah, but, that that's that's not no. It's that's, strange. That's a yeah. That, right. that, that was its own. It was its own thing. Um, I thought the meatballs were pretty good. I did too. Mm-hmm. Savory. I, I went back for seconds. Yeah. of those, and I have to say, they weren't meatballs. Yeah, they were chunks of pork. Right. Yeah, and I've it's it's rare that I've been at a uh, any kind of buffet or restaurant where the chunks of pork are that tender. Yeah, they're honestly. pretty good. Yeah, I, I liked them. I think. Yeah, I think they had kind of been stewed for a while. They, they had a, a nice seasoning to them. I think they maybe were meatballs at some point, but have, were divided into six, and now they look, look oh, like just sort of chunks of. Hang on. I'm going to look at one. Chunks of pork. You keep talking. I'm going to. I'm going to examine that. Yeah, take a look wild, at that. I think wild, that you can sort wild. of see the hemisphere on the exterior. Oh, sort yeah, of like, you're right. You know, yes, I see your point. Right, it's been right. subdivided. Why cut them up? Is my question. They should just keep them as meatballs. I think they're trying to get people to eat less. I yeah. think that's that's part of the whole uh, the whole scheme here. Right. I gotcha. I will say this. One of the downsides of this meal, I pulled a long hair when I was basically at the buffet. Yeah, out of my meatballs, it was a very long hair. I don't even know if it was actually a human. It might have been like some sort of some other thing. Well, an employee did come over and uh, tell you, sir, just so you know, that is a pube, <laughs> which was I thought very odd. And then like, weirdly, why tell you? Then weirdly took it and put it back in his pants. <laughs> yeah, just very. Do every, you mind? May I? <laughs> thank you. Every part of that interaction was odd. Which we've forgotten. I yeah. think that I think I, that hair is the most excusable thing, really. Because of course, because I, I actually think that like if it was a bug, it would ruin my entire meal, and and that is almost even probably just as likely as right. happening and, of and, happening. And, and and bear in mind, like it's 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 hard to blame that on the Don't, employees. That's could have true. Been, could have because been, this yeah. is a, this is an open trough of food. Exactly, with true. the only the most meager of sneeze guards above it <laughs> that is being visited by. <laughs> Hundreds of people from around the country and the world. That's right. very true. We are all very sick now. I mean, truthfully, <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> Nick, welcome. Nick and I welcome that. We uh, we we welcome a great plague to wipe out all <laughs> yeah. of humanity. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? What is the Steven Soderbergh film? Contagion. Oh, is Contagion. That, yeah. Yeah. We use a contagion. I, I'm this more. Is, I'm more lean towards a simian a so- flu. A soft reboot of Contagion. Yeah. This is. <laughs> it's a contagion. Back to a pilot for the Contagion the series the podcast. <laughs> I like the simian flu from uh, Planet of the Apes where the apes take over. I like that end game. 
Oh yeah. Well, at least let's 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 let a Caesar sort of uh, have an have an ape renaissance. Is that for the a new few. new Planet of the Apes? Yeah, that mm-hmm. new trilogy. It's good. Check it out. Check them out if you haven't seen them. I've seen. The, I saw the second one. I haven't seen the the, the most recent one, which is everyone loves. The most recent one is good. Yeah. I mean, they're insane movies. They're absolutely insane. Uh, they're but they, they still they still work somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the simian flu broke out, you'd be swapping spit with every monkey in the zoo. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? I'm trying. I'm trying to understand because I don't know the plot. Yeah. Is, is it that he would want to get the simian flu so that he would die? The yeah. Simian so flu, that he yeah. would so that he would be inoculated to it so he would live, or just so that he could kiss apes? Oh no, because well, I mean, I guess that is a part of it too. But I just I think that Nick wants. Yeah, to that's die. a bonus. <laughs> that's a bonus for Nick. But he wants uh, to die. No, yeah, I I want to die and then let the apes grow super intelligent and take over. Um. So the uh, I will say that the meatballs were nice. Uh, the rice I thought was fine. Maybe a little. Maybe a little on the sour side. I, I mean, that's mm. just like yeah, the nature of its yeah. flavoring. Um, but that was fine. The, 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 I think I think the fear with that rice is just always that it can dry. You know, it can dry. It was out. a little dry. You're right. Little, that was actually dry. probably, if anything, a bigger issue. And I would say a little a little under seasoned too. Yeah, but that's. I think all of it because this is going to be a lowest common denominator situation. Right. It's all going to be under seasoned, and I I only give them credit for giving you the option to really up season it. Right. Mm-hmm. But if in Basically, that case. I put, two gallons of sriracha on everything that would oh, yeah great. that would have helped i mean like to be honest i think if they're going to go that route i would have rather had some just white rice in a rice cooker and let us just like let's just let Fair us place it up like on it's our own. a goddamn whole food exactly yeah. yeah i got you Fair um, enough. glazed ham sandwich i, th- I thought yeah was that was the one i wasn't going to try odd. I, I didn't want to eat that bread the bread was not great it was like it's this, a little dry it's, it's like a kind of like a uh, what, what do you call it yeah like a focaccia sort of bread um cut into real small sandwiches american just straight up american cheese on the bottom mm-hmm. which i like oh, american I'll, cheese i'll but, go and get the american cheese out of all those sandwiches and leave the rest behind <laughs> I, I love american cheese but in this <laughs> just leave the the skeletons of sandwiches behind <laughs> Exactly. You'll know me by the trail of my dead. <laughs> but it was trying to exist between worlds where it was both like this, it was like a sort of like this plussed up, like higher end glazed mm. ham sandwich, yeah, there was, there but was it was also had American cheese, which There was an interesting work. aioli on it or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I didn't think it was terrible. Like I, thought it was, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah. Good call. Um, I didn't think it was terrible. Though. I thought it, was it was terrible. It was, it was, it was just right. kind of odd. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I got I got a, they have like a, a a little cheese and nuts plate. Um, I got myself an, a little Ashago cheese, a little some dried apricots, nice snack stuff. I think the grapes on that uh, on that plate looked a little grim. They were a little suspect. Yeah, yeah. I, I avoided those need, grapes. They a little attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, was it, was that the, was that what the cheese was? It was a uh, it was an Ashago. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I also got because I, I got some of that. Uh, and then I also the Asiago. Oh, I wasn't going to try to say it. Asiago. I or think I made it too. Or a Kiete cheese. Asiago. 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 I got some of the Asiago cheese, and then I also got some of that cheese spread that had black beans in it. That was a weird oh, spread. That was, yeah, that, I couldn't figure out what that was. I'm going to say because there were little pieces of pita basically over yeah, there. Right. I took a piece of that pita, put some of that spread on, and then what the recipe ate the Asiago cheese uh, but what the spread was the spread was the spread was good wow the spread, the spread was actually a, a nice surprise it was, those, so those I, for a minute I thought that those were blueberries in there but there were that's black what beans. it looked like I thought it was sweet yeah. in mm-hmm. like cream cheese would cream you say? cheese and chives I bizarre believe. Yeah. spread I've uh, never heard of such a thing it was it was it was a strange spread you uh, liked it 
I did. Do you think that's something it. that someone just sort of improved in the back? That's what it, it kind of seems may like. Have been. They, I've they never. May, they may be having their own Dell Close yeah. Festival back there where they're cooking up crazy ideas. Can I get a suggestion for something to th- mix with cream cheese? I heard black beans. Okay. I'm going to figure this out. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Tasty. Yeah, Tasty it, dip. It looked bananas. Or but spread. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, I tried it and I, I didn't care for it. Oh, okay. Uh, cause, because even... Looking, looking at it close up, I'd taken it on my plate, I'd scrutinized mm-hmm. it, still didn't know, put it in my mouth, still couldn't figure it out. Was it just overwhelming? There's too much ambiguity. Was mm. it overwhelming cream cheesy taste or? Uh, well, you know, today I tried uh, for the Judge John Hodgman podcast, someone wrote in, uh, uh, someone's favorite snack is cheese with peanut butter on it. Oh, and I've heard of people doing this. And the, the, the dispute was whether that was good or bad. We've, we've uh, you might say a snack or whack, for right, example. Yeah, that is a very fair. And snack so or I, whack. I tried some, and it was not good. You know, we, we've talked because about it was just a, it was just pure, and I all I want to ever eat is salt and fat. But this right. is just like two highly, like rich substances smashed together and then shoved into my mouth. No, but like, thank you. Like those cheesy crackers with peanut butter in between them. That's a classic. Oh snack. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, and the captain's crackers. Right. Yeah. Oh come on. That's we've, good. We've 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 talked about it before, but the in in the olden like in the olden this is I feel like in like nineteen thirties or something the peanut butter and mayo sandwich. Oh yeah, that's which a is weird such one. a weird oh, wow. thing that like they put mayo mayo with peanut butter on a sandwich, which is right. Was it? Some people mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. it's or very it, strange. I, I can't remember peanut what butter but, or is it butter? No, like, it's, it's peanut. Someone specifically said peanut, peanut butter, butter and mayo. mayo. I don't remember something we talked about on the show or not. Yeah, or if it was something that we got from our uh, from our comments, but it was very, very, strange. very strange. All right, I'm going to give that a try. Are you really? Yeah, of course. We I, lo- I love mayonnaise a lot. Me too. Wire's well, a yeah. huge mayo fan. I, I like it too, but the PB mayo combo scares me. It seems like a weird combo. Yeah, it's Can weird. I also say that sky broth is gross sounding. Uh, I, I meant to say that before, but sky broth sounds disgusting. It sounds there, like a Zelda some, food. There are some brand, <laughs> there's some branding issues here. Right. Zelda food. Yeah. yeah who are the who are the, the the Rito people make sky broth for you? <laughs> you go to visit them. He chose the he chose the bird like creatures that it, he, he, right. he he got it you got it correct Nick I was, trying, I was trying to think of what they were called because they're the ones that are new to Breath of the Wild um, I also got the chocolate chip cookie and the brownie both fine just completely serviceable desserts yeah. I thought the brownie was all right just in very small pieces once very again. tiny very yeah. tiny portion yeah the, I mean the, I think that if you're a person who's looking for a meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna be disappointed. It's tough to fill yourself up at one yeah. of these, um, but you can get enough snacks to tide you over for a flight. Um, well, John, if, we if, you're, the, if you're a, if you're a natural grazer, this yeah. is your spot. Oh, right. for sure, for sure. But and I'm such I'm something of a graze seeker, so. <laughs> Let's get to our final thoughts on uh, on the Sky Club for this unnamed airline. I think we should keep John long enough so he can see his flight take off from here. <laughs> yeah, well, wait a minute. What, what, oh my. Yeah, what it's time 10.05. We've we got to get close to wrapping up Oh, my up goodness. Here. Yeah, okay. What, what so let's get to our board? final thoughts, and then we can get you out of here. It, uh, it starts boarding in 10 minutes. Okay. Oh, my God. It's fine. Everything's good. So let's so so you know the drill, John. Uh, we'll sort of give our uh, give our closing arguments on uh, much as someone would in front of a judge. Our closing arguments on this the particular hell? chain, mm-hmm. and then uh, assign it a fork rating from zero to five forks. Uh, you're our guest. We will begin with you. Oh, I have to start. Well, 
First of all, welcome to my house. I've been in many of Sky Clubs. <laughs> it's been a delight. Uh, I think we should do this out of diamonds, by the way. Okay, zero to five diamonds. Mm-hmm. Zero to five diamonds. That's right. Diamond medallions. Yes. Um, I have spent some uh, meaningful time in these clubs over the years. Um, because it is such an exclusive club, I can't always have my friends with me. I'm not like I'm leaving them behind, but usually I'm alone <laughs> right. and wishing desperately for company. So the fact that you guys came to join me here, uh, and you as well, Emma, it's very, very meaningful to me. Thank you. God bless you. It's wow. a really, been a really fun experience. I've had so much fun. And you know it is up to the ambiance dramatically. This is one of my favorite trips to the airport of, of any trip I've ever made. <laughs> All right, I'll take that as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> The faintest praise possible. <laughs> um, but, but I also feel a disappointment because my house is not at its best right now. This is an interim version mm. of the club. Yeah. Uh, I also feel, and I, and I say this with great respect, uh, Delta, um, please do not take all my miles away. Uh, but the food has gone a little bit, the attention to food has gone a little bit down. Um, there's still a lot of innovation Right. That I have seen over the 10 years that I've been, you know, haunting these places like a weird middle-aged ghost. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that the, like, the fact that they have a cucumber gogu chung uh, salad and that they're, they're, you know, they're doing their version of pho, even though they're now calling it sky broth, which sounds like cr- creepy and like, yeah, a, like an avian... Emission, right? Of some kind. Uh, I think. I think it's pretty. It's pretty remarkable for a for a a, a, a multinational company and certainly a, a you know a, a, a major corporation in the United States um, to be sort of experimenting. In They're that taking way. some risks. Yeah, and you know, I know that sriracha is the law of the land now. But yeah, it's still it's still exotic in a lot of places. And yeah, I think that's great. I really wish they would bring back that um, that uh, spicy uh, uh, Thai chicken and rice soup. It sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. I think they great. should take that gumbo and uh, you know just you know uh, price it to sell everywhere. Um, but and I thought that those uh, pork meatballs were very good. I went back yeah, for seconds and I had them again. But through the lens of you guys visiting, some of the stuff that I thought that I liked, I now realize is kind of run of the mill. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that this is either Sky Club at its best, and even Sky Club at its best is probably not as good as it could be. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and give it... um, I feel like two and a half. Two and a half. Lower than I expected. Just just for old times' sake, two and three quarters diamond medallions. Diamond medallions. Wow. Interesting score from John Hodgman. Like, I wouldn't... I I never would have thought that... uh, I would leave this exclusive right. light jazz paradise <laughs> and go below to where the Morlocks dwell. Yes, and hit like Barney's Beanery. <laughs> right, exactly for a for a huge meal. But now, after eating with you guys here, I feel hungry for more. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a little. I'm still a little bit hungry. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get some some a more proper uh, entree on that flight. Yeah, I'll we'll probably I'll probably hit it. I'll probably hit something on the way out on the downstairs. I'm I'm probably gonna get In and Out Burger or Del Taco on the way out. Wow, I'm all, I'm all both. Serious. 
Yeah, I'll probably get both on the way home. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, I said or. Oh, oh, oh I missed it. It was an or, but it can be an and. I can make that choice. I'm an adult. Guys, I know that we talked celebs at the beginning of this. Yeah. Who's here? Who do you see? I'm pretty sure Common is in the is in the Whoa. is in the lounge right yep. now. That's, and, a, that's correct. Is that correct? Yeah. An uncommon sighting. That's true. So there we go. Very what, cool. What, 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 what fun is that? That's and amazing. Nick, how about that? Landing here at the airport, it's Air Force One. President-elect Hillary Clinton just got off, <laughs> and she's walking towards the Silver Line train. <laughs> Very cool. On going. That's right. This oh. is the future we've always dreamed of. Oh no, she's get she's getting sick again. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, this is what we're afraid of. She's falling onto a conveyor belt. She's get, getting put into the luggage of a oh, boy. of a Delta flight. Oh, this is a nightmare. Uh, she'll be fine. Yeah, um, that's very cool. The that's very sighting. cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, All right, go ahead, Mitch. We're, we're running tight on time here. Uh, we should invite him over for snack or whack. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, and he'll say, we'll say Doughboys, and I'll say, of course, Doughboys. <laughs> um, this was a pleasure to come and see you. I, oh my I can't God, believe that what it's a been a year. Um, I know. We always say that you shouldn't listen to the podcast. I think I'm going to repeat that again. Don't listen to us anymore. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're such a smart, funny man. You have better things to do with your time. Yeah, you have yeah. a family. I yeah. really don't. <laughs> I mean, no, I really do have a family. Sorry. That was, yes. <laughs> this is not my admission that I've been living a lie all this yeah. time. I got to say that comparatively, it's this beats downstairs. Stairs by, uh, like you said, the, where the Murlocs live, Morlocks. Uh, it, it's a thousand times better up here. It's great. Yes, um, we can't beat it. I, I would, I would come here every time if I could, but I'm, I'm, I'm not allowed. Right. Um, but I, if I get a card, maybe I will be. Um, but uh, I, I, the food could be better. Uh, the atmosphere is nice. There's showers, Nick. If you want to shower, yeah, that's true. I do want to shower. Yeah. There's, there's booze over there. Uh, the, what more could you ask for? You could ask for some better food, maybe, and the quality's gone down a little bit. But hey, I'm here with a friend. I liked I liked coming to LAX for once in my life. I'm gonna go three, three and a quarter diamond medallions. Too high. Sorry. Too high. Yeah, three. Three. Solid okay, three. three. I, I think three. Right. Solid yeah. three. Yep. Solid three. Solid three. three diamond medallions. But then, from but then Mike also, I, I'm I'm taking your word for it that this place gets it gets even better. So I would say check it out, as you say, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's a nice one. It's and uh, in New York, JFK yeah. is terrific. I, I will say, and I'll, I'll echo your guys' sentiments of just oh, what I'm a so what sorry. a delight. It's okay. What a delightful it's time okay. we've had. But usually here. around this time of the podcast, people do start kicking at Nick. I, I was just, it's cr- it's I was involuntary. My leg and I accidentally uh, kicked Nick. <laughs> I've been kicked a lot on this <laughs> podcast. Classic Nick. <laughs> People's God, these t- shut the fuck up. <laughs> Basically, everyone's internal monologue while I'm talking. I'm counting the listeners. Well, let's get on with it then. (laughs) Um, Don't make him cross his legs again. (laughs) Uh, uh, A a delightful time. I will say, having been to the SFO one, it's notably nicer. It's 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 a tier above. SFO is the SFO nice one is, ni- is notably nice. Right this yeah. one is more like a. It has more of a public library vibe. I feel like I'm in a Santa Monica public library. Yeah, you know what? I, I feel like I'm in like a college library. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's that's a good call. Yeah. It's like, uh, but you know, it's still nice. And um, the the, the self serve alcohol is a, a big plus because I, I do like to get liquored up before I get on a flight. You certainly uh, do. Not come on. No. Sorry. 
<laughs> making shit face. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, uh, but you know, I like to to, to to calm the nerves a little bit, and uh, I uh, and the the food I agree just could be better. I think maybe some more sandwich options, some more thing. I you know, like you were saying, John, it's nice that there's so many low carb options, and I am someone who counts as carbs. But it would be nice if there were just some more, a few more substantial things. Mm-hmm. If you did want to get a little bit more full, um, maybe some pasta or something. You mm-hmm. know, I don't, I know, mm-hmm. which I know they have sometimes at, at these, but uh, uh, yeah, some, some more rice large, dishes. In a larger one, you would see. More pasta. You yeah. see a pasta dish for sure. Right. Or a macaroni and cheese. That would be nice. Yeah. Just something a little bit, some some more substantial options. Um, but still, overall, I, I think this is a great experience. It's a nice little enclave away from the, the craziness of the airport terminal. Mm-hmm. I think if you do have a, a way in, uh, and if you're not paying full fare, absolutely worth it. I'm going to say that we're, we're ballpark buds on this one. I'm going to say three diamond medallions wow right, right. in that sweet spot right. um john hodgman uh you got a flight to catch thank you so much for making time for I'm us i'm not doing snacker whack do you want to do snacker let's, whack let's do it quick keep you around yeah okay nick, great nick explain what this is and i'll give us each a, a so candy. we bought something we're, we're we're continuing with our airport theme we're up against the deadline here uh we bought something from the duty free we bought something from the duty free store uh here in the uh, the airport terminal, or downstairs in the airport terminal, rather. I'll just explain it. It's a bag of assorted. Oh boy, that's me. Yeah, that's you. Wow. Here, eat one and tell a snacker whack quickly. Ritter Sport is a brand of European chocolate bars. It has yes. a lot of stuff, different kinds of stuff, packed into the into the bar. I love that it's called Ritter Sport because it makes it seem like chocolate bars are uh, like a sport food. Like just something you would eat while uh, running a half marathon, for example. I have the milk chocolate with praline and uh, I've never had this one before so I'm going to open it up. Um, uh, Tell me what you guys are eating. I'm having the milk chocolate with cornflakes. I had that as well. I'm going to eat a different one. I'm going to do it with chopped hazelnuts. I like it. You know what? It's more more of a textural element than Anything, which I know is what cornflakes are, just kind of reminds me of a of a crackle bar. Very akin to a crackle bar. I think the chocolate is better than. Yeah, because the chocolate's a little better for sure. Give me a, give me a corner of that. Give me a corner of that. Cornflakes. There you go. I do not want a hazelnut. I'm gonna take a marzipan real quick. So far, I've had three different tastes, three snacks. All right, I can't get this one open. That cornflakes one is spectacular. Yeah, it's nice. The praline one. Thank is you, Emma. Kind of blah. It's just I can't taste anything in it. No, it's the, I don't taste the praline. And thank you, Emma. Just had I'm to definitely open not going to try a hazelnut because I don't like the having the trauma of drinking coffee that has been filtered through the hazelnut. <laughs> Anyone want a marzipan? All right, Nick. Yeah, I'll take one. There you go. Yeah, it's going to have. Well, like I a, didn't get it open. Emma got it open for me. <laughs> thank you, Emma. It's okay. I got you. Hmm. Yep, that's got. I definitely tastes like marzipan. One open if anybody wants it. I like that it's dark chocolate. And then the dark chocolate goes. Oh, a that long is way. nice. Is that butter biscuit? All right, I'll try butter biscuit. Thank you. Give me a hand me over a butter biscuit square. Do you mind if I bite half of it, Nick? Yeah, I don't care. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I mean that one's great. You have the simian flu, we, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right we all have the simian flu together at this <laughs> point. All right. I'm gonna say. For me, on the snacker wax spectrum, uh, 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 praline whack, marzipan medium whack, hazelnut beyond whack, 
butter biscuit snack, cornflake super snack. And that's all I got time for. You guys got to find New York. Uh, I don't have time for the mailbag. I'll leave you a voicemail uh, from the plane. Oh, Perfect. I love it. Um, wow. So uh, Hodgman just took off. He uh, flipped off both of us as he was leaving. <laughs> he really Real did. Real power move. Nick, do you want to want to talk about just? Uh, I'm going to talk about the rankings of these for a second. Please here. do. My least favorite was probably marzipan. I just don't think I like the taste of marzipan. Uh-huh. Second least favorite was hazelnuts. Um, then the the milk chocolate, the fine milk chocolate was good. I would say the praline comes is third to bottom. Wait, then, I didn't have a praline. Let me the, let me the, grab a praline. Then fine. Oh, there's then one over here. I'm gonna grab fine milk chocolate. Then cornflakes, and then on top is the butter biscuit. Um, and I would say they're all snacks. Where do I, where's the cutoff? I would say the marzipan is a whack, soft whack. And then hazelnuts is soft snack, and then the the rest of them are are uh, are all snacks. Nick, how about you? Uh, let me see that bag real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get as granular with uh, with uh, my evaluations. I'll just oh, okay. say this Fuck is. Fuck you a, then. I'll, I'll give no. I'll give sort of a genuine. This wasn't a slam. I'll give sort of a general a general snack to these. This is this is quality chocolate, and I think there's going to be one in this variety pack that is going to satisfy your palate, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite was cornflakes. That was delightful, and I think my second favorite I put up there is the marzipan. Okay. I really like that dark chocolate. I agree with you, the hazelnuts didn't quite work for me as well. Praline also just like kind of is kind of an odd one. Wait, where'd you put marzipan? Put marzipan right up there with the cornflakes. Wow. Like second. You didn't like the you didn't like the marzipan? I don't like the marzipan that much. Marzipan is it's a polarizing thing, but the yep. thing is I really the, the the dark chocolate just cut against it so nicely. Okay, fair. Um, I thought that was that, that was great. Oh wait, I didn't have no, I did have the butter biscuit. I like the butter biscuit too. Uh, yeah, these were all these were all fine. My, fine milk chocolate, you know, whatever. If you're a if you're a someone who just like is into plain, I think that'll get the job done. Um, is this bag of thirty pieces of Ritter Sport Minis worth eighteen dollars at the airport? Which is a discount. It's worth it. Which is a discount. That's without duty. No, absolutely not. So by that standard, this is a Nick, strict. I didn't, I, you know what I didn't? I didn't appreciate. You went up to the the guy behind the cashier and you said. I'm duty full. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't do the, my my delivery justice. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you talked like a baby. I, I'm duty full. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, um, those chocolates are a gift to you from us. Yeah, take a, them home to me. Uh, I get yeah. stoned later and eat all of them. Hell yeah! Great. <laughs> and we'll uh, save one. That'll be uh, you songs pay for the week. <laughs> I'll use it to feed him on the way to Bray tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, that was Snacker Whack Airport Edition. Just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open to the feedback. Good boys. Feedback. This week's email comes to us from Tongi from Paris. Oh, wow. Tongi writes. Hey, an international email in, in an international airport. Yeah, I figured it was appropriate. And they, they've got, there's an airplane theme here. I'm a huge fan of your dumb show, uh, Accurate, and have listened to more hours than I would feel comfortable admitting to the world. I was recently returning from a trip with a rental car and having to choose between stopping at a rest stop for food or getting food at the airport before flying out. Mm. Both options were equally unappealing as they are widely known to be both disgusting and vastly overpriced. Yeah. Faced with the same dilemma, what would be your pick and why? I'm curious because rest stop probably means something different maybe in, in France or in, maybe in Europe in general than it does out here. Because when I think yeah, of rest stop, or worse? when I think of rest stop, I think of something that's just like basically, you know, uh, like camp quality restrooms, uh, yeah, but drinking like fountains, station. like a gas station. I think, yeah, yeah, I think, but I think, I think it clearly meant like a, well, that's a good, I mean, if it's a place that's like a, like a, 
a convenience store with a bathroom, then obviously you're not going to get food there. Yeah. And in, in, in my mind, it's probably just like a like a Wendy's or a whatever. Right. Right. So, but here's my question to you. This is, this is, this, this is, this is, is, it's, there's a delay, by the way. Yeah. Uh, A flight has been delayed. Um, Was that Hodgman's flight? No, it was a flight to Phoenix. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like if you're on the rush to the airport and you're stopping at a rest area or a Wendy's or a McDonald's or Mm -hmm. whatever on the road, I'm not. If I'm in a rush, I'm not going to stop there. That's going to add to your stress level. You're it's, right. It's, it's going to add to your stress level. I'll go to the airport. I'll eat something before I get on the plane. Right. Or I'm just not going to eat, Nick. I've talked about this before. I'm just not going to eat. Which is bizarre for me. I mean, I, I know that's what you do, but for me, that's just like... Well, I mean, for me, it's a six-hour flight to Boston, so you'll be starving once you get to, to wherever you're going. But Yeah, I get so lightheaded if I go without food for... Oh, I'll I, get I'm a just headache like or whatever. I mean, you can out. eat snacks on the flight, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be trying to... I'm gonna, try to be sleeping on the plane. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but I am a, as I'm a plane sleeper. I can sleep on the plane. I sat uh, next to a nice woman on the way uh, back here from Thanksgiving. Who, and I told her, you can wake me up if I start snoring. We had the middle seat empty. Mm-hmm. She, uh, about, I slept for about five hours. Wow. And uh, she said, you didn't make a peep, Whoa. which was good news for me. So maybe if I'm sitting up, maybe someday soon I'm going to have to be sitting up in bed <laughs> just to fucking not snore right not choke to death um anyways uh i would i would just eat at the airport that's my choice if, yeah, it, if it's a rush if there's not a rush i got a little bit of time i'm gonna stop and eat and then get to the airport and i'm go. get i for me it's airport every time it's 10 wow. times out of 10 because i'd rather just get there early and not have to worry about like oh, i gotta rush through security i gotta worry about possibly missing a flight um, and also too, like I don't, you know, I, I you can hang out at the bar. You can hang mm-hmm. out. You can you can you know find a spot to just sort of like chill for a little bit mm-hmm. um, uh, by yourself or with your traveling companions. Uh, you know, maybe it's a little bit different if you got kids in tow. Maybe you probably if you got kids, you probably want to stop someplace so you can get them to get some activity before you get cooped up at the airport for a while. But, Fair. Um, but yeah, I think as a as a as you know, if you don't have that particular situation. Get to the airport early, relax a little bit, and enjoy some of the, uh, you know, okay quality food from some of the the airport-specific establishments. Mm -hmm. Um, And hey, you know, that rest stop thing made me curious as to what people think of when they hear the term rest stop. So uh, let us know with hashtag what rest stop means to me. Oh, God. One of our best hashtags. It clearly means different things to different people. It's true. We're starting off 2019 with a a really good hashtag. Uh, Nick... Just being in an airport makes me feel like I'm getting sick. Right. I, I think I just associate the two together. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I'm coming down with a simian flu. <laughs> so we may as well wrap this show up. Yeah, huh? we probably should. I mean, I, I think I have a touch of <coughs> uh, simian flu as well. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. So uh, I guess we should... <coughs> Ooh, I want a banana. <laughs> uh, get on with it. Um, mm-hmm. If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's Nick. 830-463-6844. Your red tie now says DK on it. <laughs> yeah, it's turned into sort of a, D, a Donkey Kong uh, tie, which is nice. You know, he is the leader of the group. You know him well. He's finally back to kick some tail. Oh, God. Uh, we get the Doughboys too, too, too bad. Too bad we didn't bring. The, too bad he didn't bring that rap up when Common was here. He could punch it up. 
I don't know if he could. <laughs> I think he saw us trying to get him in the picture. I, I'm pretty sure he saw us trying to take it. Well, well for, spoiler alert. I got him though. It was extremely. Spoiler alert. We took a, we took a photo, our group photo, and we got common in the background. It was very conspicuous. And, what then, we were and doing. then and then and then he left immediately he, afterwards. I mean, as might, I was taking it, he might see it on Twitter and get mad at us. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, to get the Doughboys Double or Weekly Bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at Patreon.com/slash/Doughboys. Uh, well, we'd normally let our guest plug something, but he'll leave us a voicemail, and we'll we'll include that here, and so mm-hmm. you guys can can hear whatever Hodgman wanted to send you off with. Probably his uh, Judge John Hodgman live show uh, dates uh, sometime in January. So check out that's coming towards the city near you. Near you. Uh, and Mitch, we've got some live shows uh, coming at you at SF Sketchfest and at Winterruption in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So Nick, look for that. People have been saying that you're going to shut down like an iPhone when it gets too cold up there, <laughs> which I it might happen. Yeah, you better get a good coat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's this. Uh, that's a little different episode of Doughboys. Until next time for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy, happy, two- eating. happy eating and happy 2019. Happy 20. 2019. See ya. Ooh, uh. Hey, multiple reads, multiple spoons. This is John Hodgman. Uh, I'm waiting to take off on the plane. It was a pleasure to spend time with you in the Delta Sky Club for our special Subdued After Dark episode. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, thank you. And also, I forgot to mention, uh, I had to make a U-turn on Sunset uh, today, and I realized the best way to do that was to go through the Arby's drive-in. So after a year of not eating Arby's, I had one more beef and cheddar uh, sandwich and uh, the the cheese was still chemically. Uh, the bun I left by the side of the road, but the meat was delicious. So that's my new review. One million forks. Uh, good to spend time with you. And um, uh, Nick, I trust that you're now showering in your suit uh, in the uh, shower pod at the Sky Club. Take care, you guys. Uh, vacation land out in paperback now. Bit.ly slash painful beaches. Goodbye. What's up, Burger Brigade? Hey, Spoon Nation. The Doughboys are coming to you live in 2019. See us in San Francisco at the San Francisco Sketch Fest on January 18th. In Saskatoon, Saskatchewan at Winterruption on January 26th. And in Portland, Oregon at Listen Up Portland on February 16th. For tickets and info, go to headgum.com slash live. Do it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.